This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Woody Hayes Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia, Ohio, on a very, very cold and windy night, it is time for week number eight of high school football around the state of Ohio, and we've got a good one lined up for you tonight as the 4-3 and three New Philadelphia Quakers, who are 3-1 and one in the OCC, We'll get set to host the Lexington Minutemen with a 2-5 and five record, 2-2 two and two in the OCC. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And it is definitely a football weather kind of night tonight. It is very cold here in New Philadelphia. But that has not stopped the home crowd from coming out in full force. It is going to be a very full crowd for the Quakers tonight on a night that I believe is homecoming. Uh, The band is already down on the field off to our right. And this place, for those of you who have not been here, this is one of the cooler stadiums uh, that we will ever get to do a football broadcast from. Quaker Stadium, essentially now, it hasn't always been like this, but now um, it is essentially fully enclosed here with seats all the way around. There are obviously seats all along the home side, all the way from end zone to end zone. So they go the full length of the field on the home side. They go the full length of the field here on the away side. But now they've got full bleachers going all the way down the uh, east end zone. So the Lex band will sit down off to our left. But then they've got bleachers that are filling up quite nicely, actually, behind the east uh, goal post. And then down off to our west, The band will sit down there, and the student section is going to be full tonight, no doubt about that. So it is basically fully enclosed here at at Quaker Stadium, a really cool experience for a high school game. And uh, this this is one of those two, Nick, and I'm sure you can attest to this, uh, anybody who's competed at, at the high school level, the college level, even at the pro level in any sport, it is a really cool feeling when you are on the road in front of a, a very tough uh, opposing crowd and there just aren't that many people there to support you and that is what it's going to be tonight for the Minutemen. There is virtually nobody from Lexington here tonight and the Quaker crowd is filling in very nicely so it is really going to be Lexington versus the world tonight here at New Philly and I'm sure you would uh, everybody who's competed uh, in any sport at any level loves this type of environment. Oh yeah I mean it's it's a great time to come out and play against I mean Everyone's against you, like you said, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And especially what's even more fun is when you can come out of these atmospheres with a W and send the, send the, home, team home, send the home team back with a loss. So it's always, it's always fun to come on the road. It's, it's always a great, uh, great atmosphere, especially this is a new atmosphere for the Minutemen. They have yet to play a football game out here, so this is their first, first experience of, of Woody Hayes Quaker Stadium. So, I mean, from, from just coming in, it's... It's definitely a cool environment. I mean, the fans are—they're—they're they're already here. There, there's a big amphitheater right off, right off <laughs> the stadium where there's a concert going on before the game, and I'm sure people are are dwindling over from that way. And like, there's a Ferris wheel over here. I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's quite the spectacle down here. It's—it's it's really cool, cool, cool atmosphere. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, again, for those of you listening at home that have never really been out here, just think of like. Marshall Park in Ontario, but three times the size. There's a big lake here. There's a water park. There's a Ferris wheel. 
just right outside the stadium here. And like Nick said, there's an amphitheater over there where there was a concert going on until just a few minutes ago. Uh, so just an absolutely really cool high school atmosphere here in New Philly. Um, and we are looking forward to a great ball game tonight as uh, they're about to present the colors. And we will have the national anthem in just a moment, but I'm not sure how well you're going to hear it. We're up in the press box on the away side, which is actually three tiers. This press box is absolutely huge. A lot of stadiums don't have this much press box room altogether. This is just the away side, and there's three levels, and we're not even taking up half of our level. <laughs> so just a massive press box here. But the windows don't open, so I'm not sure how much outside noise you're going to hear tonight. You might just hear Nick and I echoing off the window, but uh, so be it. It's about all we could, uh, we could do as we are just about set for the national anthem. And the Quaker marching band with the rendition of the National Anthem tonight. And the National Anthem means we are just about eight minutes away from kickoff tonight where the Minutemen will get the ball first here at Quaker Stadium. They uh, lost the coin toss. New Philly won the toss, and they deferred to the second half. So Lexington will start with the football. And... Uh, as the crowd fills in quite nicely here, let's get you a little bit of a – let's paint a picture of the Quakers. They're coached by Mike Johnson. They're 4-3 and three on the year, 3-1 and one in the OCC. They uh, In the OCC, they've beaten Ashland, Mount Vernon, and Madison, so kind of beaten up on the bottom of the OCC so far. Their one tough test in the conference was Mansfield Senior right here a few weeks ago. And uh, Senior High beat the Quakers 21-10. to 10. In the non-conference – uh, New Philly actually opened up the season with a 7-2 win right here at home over Cuyahoga Valley Christian Academy. And then they went on to be shut out two weeks in a row by Steubenville and Worcester. So uh, 
They're actually three and two in the conference. I did have the typo there. They're, they uh, they play one more non-conference game at the end of the year against Dover, which is their big rival. Uh, so New Philly actually coming in three and two in the OCC. That's good for third place right now in the conference. Lexington right behind them with a two and two record in the OCC, two and five overall. The Minutemen. Uh, last week, coming off of a loss uh, to West Holmes and a final score of 48-14. to 14. Uh, But the Minuteman offense actually didn't look too bad last week, all things considered. They almost scored more points on West Holmes than anybody else has all year. Uh, had they scored even just one more point at any point in the game, they would have scored more against the one of the best teams in Division Four in the state. And uh, Lexington put up a good fight but came up short last week. So they're looking to bounce back. Uh, after uh, a loss to West Holmes. And we'll see if the Minutemen can do that tonight. They get Jamarian Fagan back, and Mason Green looks good to go. Uh, Hudson Moore still going to be out this week, and Matt Dwyer probably going to be out the rest of the season uh, with his injury. So Minutemen still banged up a little bit, but not as bad as last week. And it's hard to be worse off than they were last week oh, with injuries, man. but... Uh, things did get a little bit better this week. So hopefully they'll be able to take advantage of that, get some guys back, and uh, get after it tonight here at New Philly. Uniforms tonight brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. Check them out online at uh, bpelectricofoh.com. Minutemen will be in their all-white unis tonight, white helmets with the vintage Minuteman logo on the left side, the player numbers on the right side. They'll have the white jerseys tonight purple letters and numbers a little bit of gold trim and they'll have the all-white pants with just a little purple block l on the left hip uh so all white for the Minutemen. men new philly tonight going with the black helmets the new philadelphia the np logo they've got two logos they use here one of them is like the quaker almost like the oatmeal brand guy <laughs> and uh and the other one is the uh, New Philadelphia NP logo. So they've got the NP logo on the helmets on either side. They've got the, uh, it was the black jerseys, correct, Nick? Yes, sir. And, oh, yeah. And the red pants for New Philly. So a little bit of a, for them, I think that's their normal uh, home uniforms, but to anyone else, it would look almost like an alternate uniform. They got the black jerseys and the red pants. Typically, especially in high school, you'd see teams with all all red home uniforms or all black, but they actually mix it up and go black jerseys, red pants. So we'll have the all-white road versus the black and red home uniforms. And tonight, I would argue, Nick, uh, week eight, this is probably the most intriguing week of, of uh, the year for the Ohio Cardinal Conference. And uh, we'll get you a little bit of a pr uh, preview of that. Let's uh, send it over to Billy Park. Billy. Around the OCC this week, we have the Ashland Arrows traveling to West Holmes. Ashland's 4-3 and three on the year. West Holmes 7-0. and oh. They're looking to stay undefeated. Madison hosts Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon sitting at 1-6. Madison's still looking for their first win on the year as they're 0-7 right now. And what could potentially be the game of the week, we have Worcester against Mansfield Senior. Worcester 4-3, Senior 5-2. Senior has won three out of the last five matchups against Worcester. Thank you, Billy. And if you want to tune in and uh, check out that senior high game, you can do so by going over to GoTigers.com. That's our sister station. It covers Mansfield senior Nick Michaels at Arlen Field with the call. Senior high taking on Worcester. 
Uh, but, yeah, I mean, around the conference tonight, one of the better weeks. I mean, you've got just matchup-wise, you've got Mount Vernon and Madison. They're at the bottom of the conference, but one of those teams is going to come out with a win tonight, and that's going to be a really good matchup. They're very evenly matched. Uh, senior high in Worcester, they've they've really developed some history over the last few years, and uh, that's always a, a big rivalry that's really developed. I mean, Worcester's kind of everyone's rival, but you really go back to that year that senior high went to the state finals in 2019. Their only loss was to Worcester on that controversial last-second touchdown catch in the end zone where some people thought he was out of bounds, some people didn't. Worcester got the call, though, and got the touchdown and the win, and that really, I think, sparked the Worcester senior high rivalry. Um, And then elsewhere in the conference tonight, you've got uh, West Holmes and Ashland, which that's a big rival as well. So uh, the the Knights and the Arrows going at it. So who knows what's going to shake up tonight in the OCC. I mean, really, in any of these matchups, any of these teams could win. I would say West Holmes is probably, if you had to pick one game that's a a, a safe bet, I would pick uh, West Holmes over Ashland tonight. But in the other three games, I mean, here you've got New Philly Lex, pretty even on paper. You've got Mount Vernon Madison, pretty even on paper. And then Worcester, uh, Mansfield Senior, I would take Senior High probably, but you just never know with Worcester. So really good uh, week of matchups around the area tonight. So uh, we'll keep you updated um, on what's going on around the conference and, of course, other scores around uh, north uh, central Ohio as well throughout the night as the Quakers have taken the field. And here come the Minutemen down off to our left. And we are right up here on the Minuteman side of things. And Nick, the Minutemen, hey, they've had some some highs and some some lows this year, to say yeah. the least. Uh, you know, they beat Worcester for the first time in who knows how long. They get a big win over Mount Vernon, almost a shutout against the Yellow Jackets. You know, they were a play or two away from beating Ontario. And then... Yeah. You know, they struggled at senior high, struggled against West Holmes. It's just been such an up-and-down season. You you just don't know which team's going to take the field every week. But uh, New Philly's kind of the same way. Yeah. They don't score much. New Philadelphia actually is one of the uh, – they're sixth in the OCC in scoring. They've only scored 97 points this year. For reference, uh, Lexington has scored 111. So Lexington scored two more touchdowns than New Philly. But New Philly's only given up 77 points. That's now that's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, yeah, season's almost over, and you've given up less than 80 points throughout the whole year so far. I mean, and I think it just comes to they're they're tough, man. I mean, these kids out here they're going to play hard. I mean, if Lex can control the clock and just kind of play their game, I know they've been banged up at the running back position all year, but if they can really take care of the ball and maybe even take a shot early to Fogel, because from the looks of it. There's not a lot of kids out here that, that's going to be able to match up one-on-one yeah. one with Braden Fogel. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. And I wish the press box windows <laughs> would open up because this is a really cool atmosphere. They've got a great speaker system set up here. This place is rocking. There is a ton of people here. I would say by far this is the highest attendance we've seen at a game this year for Lex other than maybe the Ontario game. And that's crazy to say because there aren't many people here from Lex. There's just a ton of Quaker fans here. As we're set for kickoff, and Nathaniel 
DeMuth will run up and he'll kick it short and we're underway from Quaker Stadium. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com and the opening kickoff goes out of bounds on the far sideline. Jackson Wyndham with a veteran play there to just let it roll out. And that'll be a penalty on the opening kickoff. Minutemen will have great field position to start tonight. Hey, you love that. You're on the road and right out the right out the gates here at the 35-yard line to start off. So great field position. I, I don't see why you don't take a shot right here, right out the gate. Yep. And we'll see. I mean, Nick is hoping for a shot here to start. That's the second time he's said it already. And, I hope so. And, and I think he's right, though. New Philly really doesn't have much size at all. They're just very athletic, uh, but not a ton of size to speak of, especially on the lines. So here we go. Minutemen will start with the football. At the 35-yard line, A.J. Young in the pistol. He sends Dreibelbiss in motion. He'll take and give. And Carter Newman off the left side to the 40. Little stiff arm gets across the 40, out to the 42. And the Minutemen pick up seven on first down. Yeah, that's a great playoff first down. And right out the gate, Braden Fogel all the way split out, right, out wide to the right. And the new Philly Quakers already rolling double coverage over to him. Second down and three. So Minutemen ahead of the sticks early here tonight. And that's exactly what you want to see. Actually gave him the 43-yard line. So the Minutemen, second and two. A.J. Young at the 43, takes the snap in the shotgun. He'll fake the give. He's going to run off the left side. A.J.'s got the first down across midfield, and he's going to be tackled at the 46. And a gain there of 11 for A.J. Young. And a first down, Minutemen driving early here, two carries, and they've already gone about 20 yards. Well, and AJ's gotten so good at pulling that read option. I mean, for a second, I thought Carter had the ball, and there goes AJ scampering off the left side. So here we go, first and 10, Minutemen at the new Philly, 46 in the pistol. A.J. Young has two wide receivers, Carter Newman behind him. He'll fake the give to Carter. He's going to roll out. A.J. is being pressured. He's going to throw down the middle of the field, and it is picked off. It's picked off at the 29-yard line. He saw Cam Crago there, and Crago tried to come back for the ball, but it was picked off down there by Dakota McCune. And the Minutemen driving early, uh, but a mistake there, and now New Philly will take over at their own 29-yard line. So, the Quakers will come out now already for the first time tonight, and they'll take over at their own 23. Keaton Fausel will send a man in motion. He's going to take the shotgun snap and give a little jet sweep, and it's going to go up the middle, and the Minutemen are going to have it bottled up, and New Philly's going to gain a yard there. That was Willie Wallace, the senior, getting the carry on the jet sweep, and a good job by the Minutemen to stay home. Yeah, and a lot of those jet sweeps, and I'm sure there's going to be counters coming. I mean, the Minutemen have to be on their toes. They can't get caught watching the backfield because from what I've heard, New Philly likes to run a lot of counters. They run a lot of little screens, little dink and dime plays. So they'll come out now three wide, two to the right, one to the left. Fausel's going to be in the shotgun. 
He takes the snap, second and eight. He's looking right, throwing right, and it's caught over at the 35-yard line. And over there on the catch was Brent Wells, another senior for this Quaker ball club. But the Minutemen get the stop, and it's going to set up third and four. So a big chance here for the Minutemen defense to get that momentum right back and get the ball back to the offense. And like Nick said, I mean, this new Philly team, they like to run. They don't have a lot of big plays. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking in the pregame show, they don't score a lot. They're sixth in the OCC in scoring. Third and four, though, they have another little end around here. And it's going to come down the left sideline and out to the 45, a first down. And another Quaker gets in on that one. That was Shawnee Dietz. And that is the third Quaker on three different plays to touch the ball tonight. They haven't gone to the same person twice. Yeah, Lex just kind of got caught there, not setting the edge correctly. They ran the motion from the far side to the near side, and we just weren't ready for it. So first and 10 now. Quakers driving a little bit here. They're at their own 45. 9-10 to go in the first quarter. Fausel takes the snap. He's going to fling it out near side into the flat, and that's going to be caught and taken for about four, maybe three yards. We'll see where they mark it. The receiver, Brant Wells, again. They'll give him three, second and seven coming up. So it seems uh, New Philly tonight. Just going with those short passes out into the flat. They've done a they've done two end arounds now, two little jet sweeps. Yeah, they're gonna eat some clock up, that's for sure. They haven't looked more than five yards down the field yet. Fausel. On second and seven, he's going to be in the shotgun, sends a man in motion right to left. He takes the snap, and they'll give off the right side and through a hole, 40, and a fumble, and the minute are going to pick it up. Jamarian Fagan's got it. He's going to be tackled at the 30, and the fumble there was, was that Trevor Bean, Nick? I didn't see a number there. I, I didn't catch it either. I think it was, yes, it was number three. Yep. Trevor Bean Trevor on the fumble. Bean. So that was the fourth Quaker to touch the ball in five plays, and he was just running all yeah, alone the, and just kind of yeah. dropped the ball. Yeah. He dropped it and then it, and then kicked it. Yeah. And Jamarian Fagan with the heads-up play went to go pick it up about the 28-yard line. He was able to pick up a couple on the fumble yeah. recovery. but So Bean fumbled at about the 40, but he kicked it. He kind of yeah. dropped it in front of himself, and as he was running, I think his knee or his foot hit it. Yep. And Jamarian Fagan with the heads-up play. Minutemen with a turnover. And they'll take over at their own 30-yard line. So right after the mistake, A.J. Young back out there. They'll try to get it back in the pistol. Three wide. He'll take and give. Carter Newman off the right side. He's got room. 35, 40, and he just gets tackled. He would have been gone. And on the tackle there, saving a touchdown was Thad Van Arsdalen. And that's a big first down for the Minutemen. A gain of 14 out to the 44. And I'm not joking. Carter was going to be gone <laughs> if it wasn't for Van Arsdale in there. And Carter looking very good so far in this first first quarter. I mean, he's running the ball really well. So it's first and 10. Minutemen out near midfield again. At their own 44, A.J. Young in the shotgun. Three wide to the left, one to the right. He takes the snap. They'll give Carter Newman. This time he's bottled up. And that one's going nowhere. Might even have lost a half a yard. Second and 11 coming up. Got to keep the Quakers honest. I mean, we all know the deep threat is there. Mm -hmm. Crago has gotten open repeatedly this year, and Fogel's always a deep threat for the Minutemen. So, got to keep the Quakers honest. And that sets up the play action. 
Not only that, but so far early tonight, the run game has looked really good. Yeah. Now Mason Green will be the back. A.J. Young in the pistol. Second and ten. He sends Dreibelbiss in motion. There's three wide receivers. But they'll give Mason Green off the left side. He lowers his shoulder and gets out to the 48-yard line. Good gain there on second down to set up a uh, third down. And about, well, they'll say he only got four. Third and six coming up from the 48. Mason Green lowering his shoulder and getting his first carry of the night. So, so far tonight, though, it is clear that there are some gaps here to be taken advantage of by the Minutemen run game. New Philly defense is really small. They play tough, but there's not a lot of size. It's third and six. A.J. Young in the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to fling it down the near sideline, and he overthrows Crago, and Crago just kind of looked at the ball, and it went over his head, and it was picked off. So New Philly with their second interception of the night. Dakota McCune again. Yeah, I mean, I, from, from up here, it looked like he, he could have maybe made a play on that ball. It was, it was a little overthrown, but with how big and lanky well, I, he is, he kind of looked like he gave I up on it. I think thought maybe he was more towards the sideline than he really was. Right. The, I mean, there was still room to go get it. I think it was. I think he thought it was going out of bounds. Sure. And McCune just kind of tiptoed the sideline there and picked off his second pass of the night. So two passes for A.J. Young and two interceptions by McCune. And now again, New Philly takes over right at the 30. The last time they picked off a pass, they did it at the 29. So almost identical <laughs> drives there for Lexington. Fousel, first and 10. They'll give, and the Minutemen have this one wrapped up right away. And I think they... Got the Quakers for a loss of a yard, maybe. Now they'll give him the line of scrimmage, and that was Bean again. So Trevor Bean with another carry and no gain. So a good job by the Minutemen defense to stay at home. And to be fair, too, the Minutemen have their full secondary back. Jamarian Fagan back out there. DJ Johnson, Cam Crago, Carter Newman all out there. That makes it a little harder for teams to throw against Lexington. And it allows the Minutemen to play the run. Second and 10, Fousel sends a man in motion. He's in the shotgun, takes the snap. They'll give to Bean again, and the Minutemen have it wrapped up again. He's going to get a couple. And one of the Minutemen lost their helmet down there. Yeah, that was uh, Aiden Nickel. Yeah, Aiden Nickel. That was <laughs> like before the play even started, his helmet yeah. was off. So. <laughs> Not sure if he didn't have his chin strap on right or maybe there was some illegal contact that the referee missed, but his helmet came off as soon as the ball was snapped and it went rolling. <laughs> but the Minutemen get another stop and it's third and eight from the 32. Yeah, and something that I've noticed here from this Quaker offense, they the last couple games, the Minutemen, they've played great big skill players. I mean, these receivers, they look pretty small, yeah. all things considered. <laughs> third and eight, Fousel. From the 32 in the shotgun, takes the snap. Minutemen bring a blitz. Oh, but they can't get to him, and he throws it up down the middle of the field, and it's incomplete. He overshot his man, but I didn't see. I think it was Briar Miller came flying <laughs> up the middle there. He had the quarterback wide open. He could have just nailed him, and he ended up tripping on his own guy coming through the line. Hey, but you get a stop. Ball's overthrown. I think uh, Fousel got a little, little rattled there. He saw the pressure coming in his face and just threw it. Man, that was a great time to blitz, too, for the yep. Minutemen. And Briar Miller was going to light Fousel oh, up, yeah. but he tripped. 
Minutemen going to bring some pressure here on this punt snap, it looks like. And they do. And they almost block it. They get it out of there. And it's a line drive punt to the far sideline. Not a bad punt, mm -mm. actually, considering the pressure the Minutemen put on there. And they'll mark it off at the – it's got to be about the 40. Yeah. And it is. 40-yard line. Minutemen will take over. So it's just been a game of field <laughs> position here. Neither team really able to get much farther past midfield than the other. And the Minutemen will have great field position this time at their own 40 to start this drive. Five minutes to go in the first quarter. New Philly has a pretty cool video board over there. They've got the big scoreboard and a video board here in the uh, west end zone down by the student section. First and 10, Minutemen take over at their own 40. A.J. Young in the pistol. One wide receiver to each side. Mason Green, the tight end, comes in motion. They will give to Carter Newman off the left side. He's going to bounce off of a couple of tacklers, and he'll get three yards. Now to the 43, second and seven coming up. So they've gone early and off into Carter Newman. And Carter has looked pretty good tonight so far. Minutemen, this is the third time they've had the football. And Cam Crago will bring the play off the sideline into the huddle. Minutemen will break. Second and seven from their own 43. A.J. Young back in the pistol. He'll send two off to the left, and Fogle by himself comes off to the right. A.J. with Green behind him takes the snap, and we have a whistle before the snap, and it's either a delay of game or a false start I didn't see. I didn't either. Delay of game on the Minutemen. They just didn't get the snap off in time. So that'll back him up five yards. That'll set up a second and 12 now. And now Jamarian Fagan will bring the play in, and uh, Cooper Tribalbus will come off. So Mason Green will stay in there at the tailback position. And A.J. Young. We'll line him up. He's actually going to go in the shotgun this time with Green on his right hip, four wide, second and 12. From the 37, they'll pitch it out. Mason Green lowers his shoulder. He's going to get back out to the 41. And a gain of three. And that will set up. Actually, they'll give him four. That'll set up a third and eight for the Minutemen here. They've only thrown twice tonight, both interceptions by A.J. Young. So we'll see if they can get something here on third down. D.J. Johnson now comes in with the play. And the Minutemen will break the huddle. They'll send Johnson, Crago, and Wyndham off to the left. Fogle by himself off to the right. Green on the left hip of A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to roll left. A.J.'s going to throw left down the field, and it is... Picked off again by McCune, and I don't know how he hung on to it because Cam Crago drilled him. <laughs> just absolutely drilled McCune, and he hung on anyway. That's three interceptions now. A.J. Young has looked at Cam Crago three times, and all three times it's been a pick by McCune. At the 30-yard line again. Gosh. So New Philly... I don't – did I fall and hit my head? Dude, is this deja just, vu? Like every time. It's deja Groundhog, vu. It's Groundhog Day, man. We're just reliving it. So the third straight time the Minutemen have thrown a pick, and it's been at the 30 every time. 
So first and 10, Fousel comes out and brings out the Quakers' offense in the shotgun. He takes the snap. They'll throw a little screen play out here near side, dancing around and getting through the initial couple of defenders and out towards the 40. That was Brant Wells, and he got the first down right at the 40, they'll say. Gain of 10. Yeah, just another little receiver screen. I mean, that's pretty much been the only completed passes that New Phillies had is these little underneath screens, and they took the shot deep, but it was to no avail. Three minutes to go, first quarter. Neither team has crossed the other's 40-yard line. Fousel in the shotgun takes the snap. Another little screen out to the right, and the Minutemen were there, and and it was Wallace that time for a gain of four. The Minutemen were there, but he just kind of hit the Jets just for a secondary. He just kind of had a little spurt out to the 44 before they could actually wrap him up, and it'll set up second and six. At the 44-yard line, Falsel brings him out. He's got three wide to the left. Sends a man in motion. It's Bean. They'll give it to him. A jet sweep off the right side. Minutemen, they'll have it bottled up, and Bean will get two yards, but it's going to set up another third down, third and four at the 46-yard line. Big play here for the Minutemen defense coming up. Yeah, you'd love to get off the field here, get the ball back to the offense. So Fousel will bring the play in. And here we go. He sends two off to the left, one to the right. Back on his right hip, and he takes the shotgun snap, flings it right, and it's almost picked off by G DJ Johnson. He made be short. Yeah, he made a good tackle, gain of three, just about a yard short of the sticks, and it'll be fourth and one. Good job by DJ there. I thought he was going to be able to tip that thing away. He didn't, but he did make the tackle. Well, looks like they're bringing up. Oh, they'll probably go power set here. And they will. They'll go for it. Fourth and one at the 49. Fousel's going to go up under center for the first time tonight in that power eye formation. Fousel takes the snap. They'll give off the right side. And I think Ooh. he was short by a half yard if they go by his knee. They're going to oh, say he was at the 50. Wow, I thought his knee was down at about the 49-and-a-half-yard line, but a first down there by, I think that was Wallace on that one. Well, they marked it short of the 50. They sure did, didn't they? The ball is not <laughs> touching the 50, and a first down was at the 50. Huh. The referee, I think, is coming in here to maybe – now he didn't end up – Marking it, so we'll go first and 10 off the left side. Bean gets through a hole, and he's out to the 45 and hits a little speed burst there down to about the 30s, tackled by Jamarian Fagan down at the 28, a gain of 22. He did kind of, once he saw that edge, he kind of hit the Jets. And we have a flag down. Oh, maybe a hold? And it's back at the 49, so yeah, that would be in a good spot for a hold, and that would be huge because that was the biggest play from scrimmage for either team tonight. It is it's a coming hold. back. So good there for the Minutemen. I still think, though. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> they gave him the first down, but they didn't mark the ball at the 50, and the 50 was where he had to get to. They marked it at the 49 and a half. And I think one referee caught it, and he started to run in to say something, but he, he didn't end up blowing his whistle. So after the hold, though. New Philly backs up to their own 40 again. Second and, or excuse me, first and 20. So we'll redo first down. 
And Fousel in the shotgun. Two wide to the left and one to the right. He's got Richardson on his right hip this time. Takes the snap. Fousel throws it out near flat. Oh, and a big hit. Jamarian Fagan came up and laid a lick on Willie Wallace and popped the ball loose. Incomplete. Oof. He saw that. He saw Wallace coming on the little out route. And Fousel left Wallace out to dry, man. And Fagan came over and laid the wood. Jamarian just blew him up. And that'll be second and ten minute, man. And Jamarian back this week after being out for a couple of weeks. And uh, he was feeling that one. Big hit there. So second and 20 from the 40. Fousel in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He'll roll left. He will throw left. He's got a man at the down marker here. But he dropped it right on the sideline. Incomplete. Third and 20 coming up. Not a lot of play calls for third and 20. So third and 20. Quakers will have it at their own 40-yard line. Big play here for the Minutemen defense again. Fousel in the shotgun, three wide, takes the snap. It's a designed quarterback draw right up the middle, and the Minutemen are going to hang on to him. He got three, but that was it. And it might have been Nickel or Matt Sheets in there. He just kind of hung on to the back of Fousel's jersey there and brought him down, drug him down. So uh, fourth and 17 coming up, and that might be the last play of the first quarter, and it's going to be. So not much action on the scoreboard. In fact, no action on the scoreboard. It is 0-0 at the end of one here at Quaker Stadium on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Fourth and 17 to start the second quarter. New Philly will punt it away. Neither team has crossed the other's 40-yard line. This has been a game between the 40s. This has been a game where neither team has gone more than 20 yards on a drive. So back to punt will be Curtis Tetzloff and back to receive for the Minutemen, Carter Newman and D.J. Johnson. The punt is a wobbly low one, and then it's going to roll and take a Quaker oh, wow. bounce down to the 15, down to the 14, and that's where it will die. So the Minutemen, this is the first time they've had to start a drive inside their own 35-yard line. The opening kickoff was out of bounds, so the Minutemen started on the 35 there and then a bad punt by the Quakers on their first drive. Only went to the 40. So this is by far the worst field position the Minutemen will have to start a drive. We'll see if they can get out of the hole here. They're starting at their own 14-yard line. A.J. Young in the shotgun this time. He'll send three out to the right and one to the left. Mason Green on his right hip. 
A.J. waits and takes the snap. He's back. He's going to scramble. He's looking around. Now he's going to run it to the left, to the 20, to the 25, and he steps out of bounds, and we might have a late hit here. Coach Saris is right up in the face of the referee. I'm not sure how that wasn't a late hit. And I guess it's because the defender tried to kind of – he pushed he A.J. Up. really hard, but then he – yeah, he kind of eased up and tried to catch him. But had A.J. just fallen down, I think yeah. maybe that would have been enough to throw the flag. That was a big hit, and yeah. it was clearly late, out of bounds. Right in front of the referee, too. But like I said, it, I think it was the optics of yeah. it. A.J. didn't really go down hard. and He didn't sell it. I don't think they – yep. But he did get a first down to the 27. Here we go in the pistol, first and 10. They'll give off the left side. Mason Green going to lower his shoulder, and he'll get right back to the line of scrimmage. And that'll be it. And second and 10 coming up. Eleven twenty to go, second quarter. No score here at Quaker Stadium. It's actually been a good defensive battle here early on. But now it's time for the Minutemen to start putting up some points. Second and ten, A.J. in the pistol. One wide to each side. He's got green behind him. They'll fake a give to A.J. or to Mason. A.J.'s going to roll to the right, throws to the right, and Joey Caudell was out there, but he couldn't make the one-handed grab, and that'll set up third and ten from the 27-yard line. So the Minutemen... Facing a third down, deep in their own end. And I say deep in their own end. They're at the 27, but for this game, this is by far the worst field position either team has had. And the way this game is going, the, the team who wins the field position battle is going to be the one to score first. Mm -hmm. I don't see a big play happening anytime soon. Both of these defenses very disciplined. Third and 10, A.J. Young in the shotgun. They'll give Mason Green up the middle, and he's across the 30, out to the 33. Got six, but that wasn't enough for a first down. Fourth and four coming up, and the Minutemen will send the punt team on. Trying to catch the Quakers sleeping there. It almost worked. So A.J. will stand back at his 20 to take this snap on the punt. And going back to return this thing is going to be Trevor Bean. He's back at his own 32-yard line. A.J. Waits and takes a good snap. And he'll get away a wobbly punt. It's going to bounce, and it'll take a minute, man, bounce. And this thing's going to roll as long as the Quakers will let it. It's going to roll all the way down. It's still rolling down to, still rolling down to the 15-yard line. Wow, that was a 52-yard <laughs> punt. Half of it was on the roll, and the way that thing hit the ground and rolled, it was almost like a basketball. It kept going. It wasn't rolling end <laughs> over end. It was just rolling perfectly sideways. Like, like, a, like a round ball. Yeah. So a 52-yard <laughs> punt by A.J., and that'll set. And like I said, it's a game of field position tonight here at Quaker Stadium. That's going to push the Quakers all the way back to their own 15. Man, way to flip the field, right? Man, no kidding. <laughs> so here we go. They're going left to right now here at the start of the second quarter. Just under 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. Fousel in the shotgun, takes the snap. They'll go up the middle. And picking up two or three, I think that's going to be Wallace. 
And nope, it'll be Trevor Bean. Number three came out of there. So he got, well, they'll give him four, second and six coming up. They'll say he got out to the 19-yard line. No score here at Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia on a very cold night. It is about 45 degrees. Second and six. Fausel going to go into the shotgun this time. Sends a man in motion. He's got two wide receivers off to the right. Takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's got nobody, and he's going to have to make a decision, and he throws it, and it's almost oh, picked off by man. Crago on the near sideline. He was trying to throw it out of bounds, but didn't throw it far enough, and Crago had a chance to make a play on it. Incomplete third and six coming up. Man, if he would have if he would have kept a hold of it, he, he might have picked it off because it looked like he was dragging that back foot. Wouldn't that have been something? Oh. The Minutemen have thrown to Crago three times on offense. All three have been picked off. Wouldn't it have been something for him to get a pick back? Get some redemption. <laughs> but he did uh, deflect the ball away, and that sets up a third and six. A big play here because the Minutemen could really flip the field position if they can get out of this with a three and out. Fausel in the shotgun, three wide receivers. He sends one in motion. And now he'll look, and he's going to run it. And Fausel's going to run it up the middle. And the Minutemen can't quite get him until he got past the line, of, uh, the first down marker. And he'll get out to the 30, a gain of 11. Minutemen were there, and they I – I didn't see who came up and made that hit, but he kind of took his legs out. But Fausel was able to keep his footing just for a second and kind of flipped for five yeah. yards in a way. It was – yeah, kind of an odd tackle there. I think it was Jamarian that came up to try to chop him down. And, yeah, like you said, he just kind of spun off and picked up a couple more. First and ten at the 30. <laughs> oh, man, when it's cold out like this, all kinds of weird things happen. Fausel in the shotgun, takes it and throws it out to the left flat. And a catch is made and taken out to the 37. And that was Brant Wells on the – Another little wide receiver screen play out to the far sideline, and that's going to be a gain of six or seven. They'll give him seven. Second and three coming up. Eight, ten to go in the second quarter. Rachel Lazier, who, of course, takes pictures for VSBN Radio and fearthevillage.com. Also, Nick's wife and my sister is currently wrapped up in like a Snuggie type thing down on the sideline. She looks like a big marshmallow. Second and three, Fausel's going to throw, and he's got a man in the middle of the field, and it's caught across the Minuteman 40 down to the 38-yard line, and a big first down, Carson Long, biggest play of the night for either team. And the Quakers across midfield into Lex territory down to the 36. Yeah, Jamarian kind of tried to come make a play from the backside, tried to jar that ball loose, but, I mean, Long was able to hold on to it, and, yeah, big play from, from New Philly there. So a first and ten. Minutemen defense now has to put the clamps down. Fausel in the shotgun. He's got three bunched up off to the left. He takes, and before the play, we've got a timeout Lexington. 7.30 to go. No score here at Quaker Stadium. We'll take a timeout with them on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, 
and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FairlyVillage.com. So the Minutemen use the first timeout by either team tonight, here with 7.30 to go in the second quarter, so they've got two remaining. Not a bad time to take one, though, as they've pretty much kept the Quakers bottled up most of the night so far, but on this drive, things are getting away from the Minutemen a little bit defensively, so take a good timeout and uh, try to get settled back in here. First and 10 out of the timeout, they'll give Bean a little jet sweep off the left side, 25, and down the far sideline. We've got a hold, though, I believe, on the Quakers. This one's coming back as one of the receivers was downfield blocking and Definitely a hold on the Quakers. So this one's coming back, but it's going to be a spot foul. So it should still be first down, but it's going to be like first and four, mm. something like that. Yep. Because actually where the, the hold was committed, the penalty was committed, that was past the first down marker. So actually the Quakers are still going to gain some yards out of this. Yeah, gain a couple. So they'll put the ball down at the 32 now. They gained four, so it'll be first down again, first and six. And those end arounds, they've stayed committed to them. The Minutemen had them bottled up early in the game, but New Philly keeps going back to it. And the last couple times they've given it off to the receiver in motion, it's worked. First and six from the 32, the Lex 32. The Quakers are driving here. They've got three wide receivers off to the right, two to the left. And a wide receiver comes on late from the sideline there. They'll take back to pass. Fousel looking. They've got a flag down on the play, and he's going to get sacked anyway. And the sack there by the Minutemen, Ryle Messervy. And we've got a flag as well, so we'll see. I'm surprised there wasn't an illegal substitution. Yeah. Because the Quakers broke the huddle, and then right as they already were lining up, a receiver came off the sideline. And I think it might be. They think that might be what they call. I think if that's the case. Well, I'm surprised uh, they didn't just blow the play dead before right. it, though. But we'll see. We'll I see if I'm right. Okay, so they it. take away the penalty flag, but they count the sack, and I'm not sure how How in the world are they marking the ball at the 30. It was a sack, and they're right. saying New Philly picked up two yards. It should be a sack all the way back to the 36, so it should be basically second and 10. Yep. And there it is. So Nick is on top of things. I'm not sure how the ball even ended up on the 30. <laughs> That's what, true. What, what, what? And now the referees are talking about it. So the play counted. They picked up the flag. There was no penalty. There was still so a the sack. sack by the Minutemen should count. But they laid the ball down all the way down at the 30, which was six yards away from where it should have been. <laughs> then the referee put the ball down where it should have been, and now they're all having a big conference on the field. Home cooking. And now they got it sorted out, and we'll play football. Second down, second and ten coming up. And here we go, we're ready. Five wide this time again. Fousel sends a man in motion. He will give off the right side, and to the 35, to the 30, and being brought down from behind at about the 28. That was Shawnee Dietz, and that was his second carry of the night. And he's near a first down, but a yard short. Big play coming up here for the Minutemen defense, third and one from the 27-yard line. (laughs) 
Still no score here at Quaker Stadium. 6.40 to go in the first quarter. The clock is rolling. New Philly will get the ball to start the second half. Definitely don't want him to score here to end the first half. Fousel sends two to the right. He's got one wide receiver up on the line to the left. Takes the snap. They will give. And the Minutemen have it wrapped up, and they get a big stop on third down. It's going to be fourth and one as Bean got the carry, and he went right up the middle. The Minutemen blew it up. And I'm not sure what New Philly's kicking game is like, but it looks like they're leaving the offense out there. Oh. And now, actually, maybe they will bring on the kicker, yeah, and they will. Looks like. So the kicker will come on, Nathaniel DeMuth. And this is going to be a 44-yarder on a cold night like this right into that breeze. I don't know about this one. He's a bigger kid, though. He might have the leg for it, but hopefully the Minutemen, maybe they can get in there. So a 44-yarder. And a timeout, New Philly. They're going to rethink this one. Mm. And we'll take a quick timeout with them. That's their first timeout used of the first half. 5.40 to go in the first half. No score here at New Philly on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. I think there may be more people in this press box than there are here on the visitor <laughs> sideline tonight, and I don't blame any of you all for staying home. It is absolutely freezing, and there is a big breeze here tonight. So after the timeout, New Philly will reconsider, and they are going to go for it on fourth and one. Fousel gets up under center in the power eye. They will give off the left side. Bean hits a hole. He's to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, and he fumbled. He fumbled out of bounds, and they're going to say he was down at the 4. Oh. oh, if they didn't say he was out of bounds, he would have fumbled out of the end zone. It would have been Lex Ball, but they say he stepped out at the 4. And that's the, that's the second time that Bean has just fumbled without even getting hit. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> what a tough break for the Minutemen. That went out of the end zone. It would have been Minutemen ball. Instead, the Quakers right back up to the line. Bean will run it in off the left side for a touchdown, Quakers. I mean, I, I mean, it's hard for us to see over here. I'm not saying the call was wrong by any means, but if he had not stepped out of bounds... He would have fumbled through the end zone. That would have been Lex Ball. Instead, they said he stepped out at the four. The Quakers hurry up and get up to the line, and they give it right back to Bean, who runs off the left side for four yards. And we have our first score of the night here at New Philly. It is six to nothing, Quakers. And Demuth will come on to attempt the extra point. Snap is a little bit high. Ball is down. Kick is up, and he just kind of chips it through there. He didn't kick it very hard. Seven to nothing. Quakers on top with 5.28 to go in the first half here on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. 
Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, now the Minutemen have a little bit of work to do because, yes, they're only trailing 7-0, to but New Philly gets the ball to start the second half. So you've got about five and a half minutes here if you're the Minutemen to answer in some sort of way. Even if it's just a field goal, they've got to get on the board before halftime because New Philly does not give up a lot of points. So although they don't score many points, they're sixth in the OCC in scoring, you definitely don't want to bury yourself into a hole against the Quakers because they just don't give up a ton of points at all. Kickoff goes short. Mason Green will take it from the 15 to the 20, 25, and he lowers his shoulder out to the 30. A good return by Mason of 15 yards, and the Minutemen will take over at the 30-yard line. Good field position, and we'll see if they can get anything going here. As the Minutemen have not completed a pass yet, A.J. Young's thrown three passes. All have been picks, and they've all been intended for Cam Crago, and all three have been picked off by McCune for the uh, Quakers. <laughs> so Dakota McCune's at a night tonight. 5'9", 160 senior for the Quakers, and he's got three interceptions to his name. Minute men start this drive at their own 30. A.J. Young in the pistol, fakes a give. He's going to run off the right side. Now he has to spin back up the middle. He's going to pick up one yard right in the middle of the field. It'll set up second and nine. Well, um, uh, the good thing is you got five minutes and two timeouts to try to try to get a drive together. You got to stay ahead of the sticks, though. So only picking up one on first is makes things kind of difficult because on second down you you want it to be a little bit more manageable so you can take a shot down the field. But now you got to worry about getting some more yardage here. Second and nine from their own 31. A.J. Young in the shotgun this time. He sends Fogel by himself off to the left. Now Jamarian Fagan will motion over to the left. They've got Crago and Wyndham off to the right. A.J. with Carter Newman on his left hip, takes the snap. He's going to run. It's a quarterback draw, and he's going to be blown up. Oh, a big tackle there. He – well, they're going to say he two? lost a couple of yards. The forward progress was out to the at least the 32. I thought he should have gained a yard. Yeah. They're going to say he lost a yard. They're going to say he lost two. two. I have no idea about <laughs> that call. So that's a three-yard net difference there. Instead of gaining one, he lost two. Horrible spot by the referee. Third and 11 from the 29. A.J. Young in the shotgun, four wide, two to each side with Carter Newman on his right hip. Big play here for the Minutemen. A.J. takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to step up and throw, and it's going to be picked off at the 40. Diving and making the grab on his belly, Jaden Bolts made the grab. And he the Quakers just scooped it too. Yep. <laughs> they get their fourth pick of the night. AJ Young has thrown four passes tonight. All of them have been intercepted, and these haven't been horrible throws. It, it just seems like the Quakers are in the right position. I mean, that one was a little pre- AJ was pressured. He had to get it out of there. Yep. But still, that was picked off the ground, it almost looked like. But the first couple interceptions he threw tonight were just kind of just overthrown, and there just happened to be a Quaker sitting back there. Four passes and four picks for the Minutemen. 
So first and 10, Quakers at the Lex 40. Fousel takes the shotgun snap. He's going to throw. He's going to throw it. Far sideline. Oh. He overshoots his man at about the 28-yard line. And Jamarian <laughs> Fagan was coming up. He was ready to lay another big hit. The intended receiver, Brent Wells, out there. And that was a, a long throw just to gain potentially 10 yards as Fousel threw it all the way across the field, and he overshot his man. Second and 10 coming up, but good for the Minutemen as it stops the clock. 3.48 to go. Second quarter. They need to get the ball back and try to score. Easier said than done, though. Second and 10 from the 40. Fousel in the shotgun, takes the snap. They'll give Richardson off the left side. He was almost cut down behind the line of scrimmage, but got out of there. He's going to end up picking up three off the left side, and he'll get to the 37. It's going to be a gain of three, and third and seven coming up. Yeah, big play here for the Lex defense. It's probably four down territory for New Philadelphia, I'd imagine, especially with how well their defense has been playing. So this would be a huge stop. Third and seven, big play here for the Minutemen defense. Fousel in the shotgun. They'll have five receivers wide. They'll have two to the left and three to the right as they get organized here. And one comes in motion. Fousel waits. Now they'll send another one in motion. They'll fake the – no, they will give it. Off the right side. Minutemen blow it up all the way back at the 45. A huge loss. That should be a loss of about eight. And Briar Miller, the first one to get through there to slow him down, and then the rest of the Minutemen defense came up and cleaned it up. It was Dietz on the carry, and the Minutemen were locked in on that one. They were not going to be fooled again by another jet sweep. And a huge loss, and fourth down and 15. And that'll set the Quakers all the way back to the Lex 45. They'll have to punt it away. Curtis Tetzloff will come on. Minutemen have Johnson and Carter Newman back at about their own 10. Tetzloff gets the punt away. It's a low line drive, and it actually hits a Quaker up at the 22. That should be right there. They should give him the 22, and they do. That was a really low punt, and it just beamed a Quaker <laughs> right in the back at the 22, and that thing was going to roll probably down inside the five, too. The Quakers were going to have a really good shot to pin the Minutemen deep, but, hey, we'll take a break there. Mm -hmm. And the Minutemen will come on to start the drive at their own 22 with 2.14 to go in the first half. As in real time tonight, we've only been playing for 45 minutes, and it's almost halftime. Crazy. We might, might be out of here by 9 o'clock. So here come the Minutemen. Got to get something going here. They've still got two timeouts. They'll start at their own 22. Fogel off to the right by himself. Crago off to the left by himself. A.J. Young in the shotgun takes the snap. He'll fake a give. He's going to run off the right side. He's to the 25, and he takes a big hit but gets out to the 27 and a gain of five on first down. And we'll see if they hurry it up here. Two minutes to go. Clock is rolling. And Jamarian Fagan will bring on the call. And now Jackson Wyndham. Looks like there's some confusion here. Minutemen trying to get going here. 150 clock is still rolling. Minutemen still uh, getting into the huddle here and trying to get the right guys off the field. Clock rolling here. A.J. Young going to go into the pistols, second and five. One wide to each side. Now he goes into the shotgun. A.J. takes the snap. He's back, launches it down the far sideline. Jackson Wyndham's out there, and he just overshoots him. It's going to be incomplete. Third and five coming up from the 27, 126 to go. 
in the first half. It is 7-0, New Philly. So the Minutemen at their own 27-yard line and just trying to get something going offensively here. Early on, the run game looked really good, but haven't been able to pass much, and now the Quakers getting it dialed in on the run. Here we go, third and five. A.J. Young with three wide to the left and one to the right in the shotgun. He takes, he gives. Carter Newman off the left side, 30, 35. He's got room down the near sideline, 45. He's to the 50 with a stiff arm, 45 in, down to the 41. And the Minutemen going to try to hurry up here and get to the line of scrimmage. They're down to the new Philly 41-yard line. A big gain by Carter Newman there. And a gain of about 32. Down to the new Philly 41, trying to get the play in here. Crago brings it in, 1-10 to go in the first half. Two timeouts, Minutemen still have. And they're on the new Philly side of the field. A.J. Young in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left, takes the snap, he'll fake. Now he will give it to Carter Newman. A little miscommunication there, and Carter fumbled. They had to pick it up at the 44. And the Minutemen will use a timeout here to try to get things organized. Still have 55 seconds left in the first half. But they fumble there and lose three yards. It'll be second and 13 coming up from the 43. So 7-0, to New Philly on top here at Quaker Stadium. Minutemen are driving, though, trying to get something before half. And a little miscommunication there on first down between A.J. and Carter. Looked like A.J. didn't want to give it to him. Yeah. And then at the last second, he just tried to just kind of stick it in yeah. there. But Carter was already gone. And they fumbled it. Carter was able to turn right around, though, and jump on it. Yeah, that, that's the only tricky part about those read options is you either have to give it or take it, and you got to be a quick decision because when you, when you linger like that, things like that happen. So, I mean, thankfully, the Minutemen are able to recover it and get a timeout call and still have some time to make a play. So for those of you listening at home, New Philly's offense was kind of like the Valentine years at Ashland. It kind of mm. reminds you of that. They play five wide a lot. They like to do the jet sweeps. They like to send people in motion and hand it off. They like to throw those little wide receiver screens. But the Minutemen seem to be getting dialed in on that. Now they just have to score. Second and 13 out of the timeout, A.J. Young in the shotgun. He's got four wide and takes the snap. He's going to throw a short little route to Braden Fogle, who was already looking up the field and dropped it. He had a little room to run. It wasn't going to be a big play, but still that would have been five or six yards. Went right through his hands. He was already turned looking yeah. up the field. Third and 13 coming up. And you haven't seen that often from the freshman. He's been very sure-handed all season. So, But like you said, he, he was already turning his head, ready to see what kind of plays he was going to make up the field. So third and along here for the Minutemen. They're back at the Quaker 43. A.J. Young sends three to the right and one to the left. He's in the shotgun with Mason Green. He'll take a snap. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left. He's got Fogle right at the down marker and overshoots him. That'll set up fourth down now, and the Minutemen might just try to punt this thing away and avoid letting New Philly score here again before the half. So yep, Minutemen, they got a big play there from Carter on the ground and then just kind of fizzled out after the miscommunication on the fumble there. They got ahead of the chains, and then once they got behind, they couldn't couldn't recover. So Minutemen will have to snap this from the New Philly 43. This should be an easy uh, easy 
Coffin corner punt for A.J. Young. He takes the snap, and he gets away a nice spiraling punt. This thing's going to bounce, and it's going to bounce, and it's going to bounce, and it's going to roll down to the Ooh. three. A great punt by A.J. And that pins New Philly deep. Minutemen have two timeouts. Actually, they only have one left, so I would assume New Philly here is probably just going to try to run. They do have two timeouts left. Lex has one. Oh, Lex, yeah. New Philly has two. Correct, yeah, my bad. <clears throat> so they'll give them, um, they actually marked that at the four. Good punt by A.J., though. A 39-yard punt, but considering he had limited room to work with and try to pin New Philly deep, a 39-yard punt when you pin him inside the five is a good number. So New Philly comes out. We'll see what they do here. It looks like they're going to go into that power eye, almost like their goal line formation from their own four-yard line. Fousel under center, takes the snap and gives. Off the left side, Bean is going to try to get the edge. He does to the 10, to the 15, and he's tackled out over the 20 at the 20. Well, they'll give him the 25, and a first down, New Philly. And they've still got two timeouts, so maybe they'll try to do something here. I'm not sure. Did they uh, roll the clock there? Did they say he got out of bounds? No, I, thought he was, I thought he got hit inbounds. And they do roll the clock yep. here. 25 seconds left. It looks like New Philly might be content. They might run one more play. Yeah, but they're going to have to. And you're right. The play clock is shorter than the game clock right now. So New Philly will have to run this one more play. They're up in that jumbo eye formation. Fousel takes the snap and he'll give. Bean off the left side. He's going to get out to about the 32. Loses a helmet. And we've got a flag on the play. I'm not sure what the penalty was unless it was helmet to helmet, but somebody from the Quakers lost their helmet, and it went rolling literally 10 yards down the field. So I'm not sure if it was helmet to helmet or if they're getting a, a warning for a helmet, another helmet coming off. I don't know. Seems like everybody's losing their helmets tonight. Still waiting on any type of call here. It looks like they're... Talking to the Quakers, though, so it must be helmet to helmet on the Minutemen, and they're marking off the penalty. And they'll have an untimed down. Yep. So they'll be able to take a shot at the end zone, maybe. I didn't see the referee make the call there. <laughs> I didn't either. I'm going to assume it was a personal foul, helmet to helmet. Yeah. Because it was a 15-yard penalty, and they threw it right where the Quaker lost his helmet. So I'm assuming that was a helmet to helmet. Personal foul, and that'll put the Quakers out at the 47. Untimed down, as Nick said. The clock ran out during the timeout. So this will be the last play of the first half. Fousel is going to go into the shotgun, and the Minutemen are going to line up just to make sure you get three timeouts. They're not taking them with them. They just want to make sure they don't get beat deep here. They're going to go into a prevent defense. That's exactly what they're drawing up here. Because Fousel was going into the shotgun like he was going to throw. So yeah. I think the Minutemen were waiting to see if he was going to go under center and hand it off or if he was actually going to try a Hail Mary here. And it looked like New Philly was lining up to go into Hail Mary formation. So yeah, I don't know if Fousel's got the arm to get it there, though. He, well, might, he might have some hook and ladder yeah, play lined true. up or something. So the Minutemen are just going to get into a prevent here and play it safe. Now well, it's 7-0, to zero, New Philly with the lead. They will get the ball to start the second half. But we've seen this before. The West, uh, the Worcester game, 
was tied at zero at halftime, and we saw how that game ended. Lex scored 22 in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. once they finally figured out that defense. So it is first and ten, untimed down here. Last play of the first half from the 47, Fousel in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's back. He's going to wind up. He throws it down the middle of the field, and it's tipped away by Carter Newman, and that'll be the end of the first half. It is 7-0, New Philly on top. And stay tuned for the fearthevillage.com halftime show. When we come back, we'll have... Scores from around North Central Ohio. We'll have stats from the first half, and Nick will get you his keys to the second half in order for the Minutemen to get out of here with a victory. Once again, 7-0, New Philly leading at half here at Quaker Stadium on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10-5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.K. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off. Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen. Visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 
419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of oh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio this is lexington football coach andrew saris and you're listening to the home of lexington football fearthevillage.com back here at woody hayes quaker stadium in new philadelphia ohio it is at halftime the quakers seven the minutemen nothing as the band of gold is out on the field doing their halftime performance Corey durbin nick laser with you fearthevillage.com. Nick has all of the first half stats for you, Nick. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, not a lot going on in that first half. Uh, like Corey said, 7 nothing at halftime. New Philly with the lead. Uh, both offenses just not really getting a lot going. If it wasn't for Trevor Bean uh, stepping out of bounds over in that four-yard line right before they punched it in, it very well could have been a touchback in Lexington ball, but he was able to step out of bounds and Able to punch it in on the very next play with 5.28 left in the first half. Uh, they were able to take the 7-0 lead. Uh, overall, New Philly, 166 yards of total offense, uh, 58 in the air, 108 on the ground. Uh, the Minutemen have yet to complete a pass there, 0 for 8 passing the ball. Uh, so they only have 97 yards rushing on 15 attempts. So they're, ge- they're getting good yardage on when they run the ball. They're averaging almost 6.5 yards a carry, uh, but they have yet to get anything going through the air uh, penalties, both uh, both teams have two for 20 yards. Uh, unfortunately, Minutemen have four turnovers, all all the interceptions uh, in that first half. And uh, New Philly, actually, they do have a fumble. They, they lost the fumble in that first quarter uh, and gave the Minutemen the ball back. Uh, both teams, time of possession, uh, the Minutemen about 10 minutes of time of possession and the New Philly Quakers with about 14. 
15 minutes. Uh, both teams just not really doing a whole lot. Only nine first downs for, for the Quakers with the four first downs for the Minutemen. Uh, Lexton only one of six on third down. So third down's kind of been their, been their crutch in that first half. Uh, New Philly two of seven on third down, but they are two for two on fourth down. So able to convert uh, there late in the in the first half. Like I said, A.J. Young 0 for 8 and the four interceptions. Uh, Keaton Fausel 7 of 13, 58 yards. Leading rusher for the Minutemen. He's got six carries for 55 yards. Carter Newman almost averaging 10 yards a carry. So, uh, I mean, once Carter's been able to get to the edge, that's where he's had a lot of success. Once he hits that edge, he's able to – able to get to that second level and, and make some plays. Uh, A.J. Young also doing a great job running the football. He's got five carries for 28 yards, almost six yards a carry. And then Mason Green, four carries, 14 yards, uh, average about three and a half. Uh, for the Quakers, uh, Trevor Bean, he's got 10 carries, 81 yards, and the touchdown. Mainly he's, been, he's had some success on those jet sweeps, and that's pretty much what the Quakers have been running when it's been coming to running the football. Uh, Shawnee Dietz, three carries, 11 yards. Now uh, Keaton Fowles will three carries, 10 yards. Uh, Willie Wallace, two carries and three yards. And then rounding up the rushing for the Quakers, uh, Richardson's got one carry for three yards. Uh, Receiving-wise for the Quakers, really I feel like the only passes they've completed has been those little wide receiver screens that have come underneath. And I, they've only tried to push the ball vertically a couple times, but the men and men have been there to, to make the play. Uh, the leading receiver for the Quaker, uh, Jaden Bolts, he's got uh, – excuse me – Carson Long, he's got one reception for 27 yards. Uh, Brandon Welts, four carry, uh, four receptions, 24 yards. Willie Wallace, one reception for four yards. And Shawnee Dietz, one reception for three yards. And and that rounds up, I mean, all the all the stats here in the first half. Like I said, very, very uh, defensive battle in, in the trenches. And, I mean, Lex is doing a great job to contain the Quakers, but they, New Phillies has gotten some great field position and they were able to capitalize on the, on the one drive. But, I mean, other than that, it's just been back and forth, back and forth. And if it's not a turnover, it's been a punt and vice versa. So, I mean, I, I think in, in the second half, it's really going to come down to if the Minutemen can, can get the ball in the end zone because they've had some really good success running the football. And I think they just need to continue that until they get stopped instead of just – I mean, I understand third, uh, second and seven, second and eight. You try to want try to want to pick up some more yardage there through the air, but I think you just stick to the run game. The edges has been where the Minutemen have found some great success. Between the tackles has been a little more difficult, but I mean once once Lex gets to that edge, and I think we've only seen the AJ Young when it, when he when he fakes the pitch. I think we've only seen that play one time. So look to see that in the second half, and just hopefully the Lex can get some progress and get the ball down the field and punch it into the end zone. Hip New Philly will begin the second half of the football when we do resume play here in about 13 minutes. When we come back, we'll get you scores from around North Central Ohio, and we will get you set for second half action here at Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia, Ohio, where it is New Philly 7 and Lexington nothing at halftime on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. 
finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. 
www.lexingtonminutemen.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Quaker Stadium, where it is 7-0, New Philly at halftime over your Lexington Minutemen. Corey Durbin back here with you on fearthevillage.com. And I've got some scores from around North Central Ohio for you. Starting the OCC. Some good matchups tonight over at Arlen Field. Mansfield Senior leads Worcester 18-3. Kind of an odd score there. It is Madison 21, Mount Vernon nothing. Madison looking for their first win of the year, and they are on the right track to get it. It is West Holmes looking to stay undefeated. They are beating up on Ashland right now 35-17. Over in the Moac, it is Ontario and Marion Pleasant deadlocked at 7 it is Highland 21, Galleon 14. Highland, the one team really that has a shot to try to continue hanging with the Clear Fork Colts, who lead right now over Marion Harding 28 to nothing. And it is Shelby beating up on River Valley 30 to 7. Not sure many people saw that coming, especially after the last couple of weeks for Shelby. And the Northern 10, Colonel Crawford, are uh, they are. Uh, up on Winford, 35-7. It is Seneca East, 8. Mohawk, 6. Upper Sandusky leads Buckeye Central, 28-7. And carry all over the Redmen and Bucyrus, 41 to nothing. In the Firelands Conference, Mapleton up on South Central, 30-19. It is Western Reserve, 34. Monroeville, nothing. Crestview, 18. Plymouth, 6. And St. Paul playing the non-conference game this week in the Firelands Conference. They're playing the Eden Bombers, and it's tied 28-28. The Flyers and the Bombers. Sort of an interesting mascot matchup there. Uh, down in the K-Mac, Fredericktown 12, East Knox nothing. It is Mount Gilead 24, Northmore 9, Loudonville 28, and Cardington nothing. Centerburg trails Danville 8-7. A couple other scores of note, Hillsdale leading Waynedale. 22 to nothing. It is Marion Elgin, 14. Ridgemont, nothing. Northwest leads Triway, 7-0. Lucas beating up on Lyndon McKinley, 49-6. Port Clinton, one of the few teams this year so far that has been able to really shut down Willard. It is 49-7. Port Clinton up on Willard. Uh, Sandusky Perkins leads Norwalk, 14-7. Harden Northern, 28. Crestline, nothing. And Upper Scioto Valley leads Ridgedale, 36 Zero. We are just about five minutes away from second half action here at New Philly. It is uh, the Quakers seven and Lexington nothing at halftime on fearthevillage.com. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. 
Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. It's cold nights like these where at halftime we really miss Heather Pauly and her delicious brownies. Yeah, it's almost depressing. Heather, please, please. Have pity on us. Come to the game next week. It's a home game against Madison. We could use some brownies, Heather, if you're listening. And in this cold weather, if you don't mind heating them up. Ooh. I mean, I know it's it's a lot to ask, but I'd do just about anything for those right about now. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com, just about set for second half action. And uh, we took the drive all the way out here to New Philly tonight. A little over an hour and a half. Cold night. But uh, we braved the weather for all of you at home. We drove by the Dover Dam. Uh, we did not take the dam tour. But uh, I, I really didn't see a ton of water, to be honest with you. I'm <laughs> there not wasn't. Sure, not sure the <laughs> dam is really there for anything. 
the water levels must get really high out here in the summer because that dam was really not doing anything. I think they just were like, all right, it's Dover. We're bored. Let's go build a dam. Let's build a dam. <laughs> that was about the highlight of the trip out here. Yeah. We didn't even get to go through, like, the city of New Philly. We came in the nope. back way. Yep. I was like, where's the stadium at? And then, oh, here it is. It's in the middle on the outskirts. What a, what a beautiful stadium, though. This it is, is really one of cool. The, as far as high school <laughs> sports goes, this is one of the coolest stadiums in Ohio to uh, to watch a game. And We've got a great view right here at the 50-yard line on the visitor side, back behind the Lexington bench. And the Minutemen trailing 7-0, trying to get something going offensively. There were couple of sparks there in the first half, but just uh, never turned in it, turned into uh, anything major. But we'll see if they can get it going now. As A.J. Young will tee it up, and the Minutemen going to have to get a stop to start the second half. They'll play defense first. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on fearthevillage.com. Glad to have you along tonight. It's nights like these where we are very, very glad to be here for you because this Quite frankly, it is miserable outside. It is not, not. It would not have been a fun trip for a lot of you listening at home to drive an hour and a half to sit in this frigid cold. And there, there is quite a breeze actually too, which is making it feel even colder down there. But uh, if you love this kind of weather, then I guess this is for you. AJ Young boots the kickoff through the end zone. So a touchback to start to the second half, and New Philly will start at their own twenty-yard line. And that's about the best start you could get if you're the Minutemen on the kick team. You don't give up a return. A.J. just kicks it through the end zone, and now you'll play defense. Here we go. Minutemen turned the ball over four times in the first half. Quakers turned it over once. The Minutemen need to even that out. First and ten. Quakers at their own 20. Fousel in the shotgun to start the second half. He's got three wide, but he gives it off the right side. And now cutting up the middle, Bean will get out to the 25. A gain of five on first down. And Mason Green was there to make the tackle. Matt Sheets as well. That'll set up a second and five for the Quakers just over the 25. And again tonight, not much crowd noise because the press box windows don't open. This place is rocking. A ton of Quaker fans in here tonight. Second down, handoff, jet sweep off the left side. It's going to go for a first down. Out across the 30 to the 33-yard line, and Dietz got that one. And it'll be a gain of five, gain of eight, I should say, for the Quakers. And the Minutemen, I think, really, you're just going to have to start dialing in on the run here. It is so cold. If, if you're New Philly and you want to throw, I'm letting you throw. <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be just so hard to catch the ball, much less throw it for Fousel. First and ten, they'll send a man in motion. He's in the shotgun. Fousel takes, and he's going to keep this one off the right side, right up the middle now as he man. cut it back, and he'll get a few yards after contact. Minutemen are always there, but... Quakers have been fighting through that first hit tonight quite well, and they'll get five yards, second and five coming up, out to the 43. 
So the Minutemen have been there all night long. It's just a matter of making that first tackle. And really the bigger plays for New Philly have come on the outside, though. So the Minutemen just have to do a better job of establishing that edge and making everything go up the middle. Second and five in the shotgun. They'll get Bean. This time he's wrapped up, and he's going to be brought down way back at about the 36. And they'll give him the 37. So they'll say it was only a loss of one. But the Minutemen were in there immediately on that shotgun snap. Third and six coming up and a big play here for the Minutemen defense. So the Quakers will break the huddle here. Ten on the play clock. Fousel going to go in the shotgun. Two wide to the right, one to the left. It's a big third down. For the Quakers, he'll take the snap. Fousel's going to roll right. He's going to run now, and Mason Green there, and he got him. He got him and kept him from getting away. And the Minutemen are going to get a big stop on third down. Mason Green just got a fingertip on him and hung on for dear life. That was going to be a huge play for Fousel. But Green tracked him down and drug him down. Fourth and three coming up. Well, it looked like Fousel might have fumbled as well, but they – the referee said he was already down because the Minutemen were recovered. Well, he got it back, too. Yeah. He did get it back, it looked like. The way Crago jumped in there, it yeah. looked like he was jumping on it, but I think Fousel actually had it in his arm. So they'll say it was still Quaker ball. And now Tetzloff will come on to punt it away, and it's a high snap, and he's going to kind of rugby it, and it's oh going to roll, goodness. and this is going to take a huge bounce. This is going to roll inside the 10, down to the 8, down to the 7. And that is where it'll be down. And a high snap there. Tetzloff, I think he might have expected more pressure because he kind of caught the uh he kind of caught the high snap and looked around yeah. as if somebody was gonna he, he was expecting to be tackled, well, I think. Uh, and it almost looked like he was ready to take off and run with it if there was nobody out in front of him. So the Minutemen do get the stop though, and they get the ball, which is exactly what they had to do to start the second half. But they get it down at their own seven. And they'll take over right down off to our right. They're going to go right to left. They're in the west end zone. And A.J. Young going to be in the pistol to start the second half for the Minutemen. Three wide to the right and one to the left. Carter Newman in the back. They'll give it to Carter. He's going to cut it off the right side and over the 10. And, well, right about the 10. He's going to get three and a second and seven coming up. And it looked like he kind of rolled over the 10 there, but my eyes deceived me. He landed right on the 10. So Carter has had a decent night on the ground. He's had the biggest plays for the Minutemen on the night. He's had a couple of big runs, but the Minutemen stalled out after both of them. Second and seven from the 10, A.J. Young in the shotgun. Three wide to the right, one to the left with Carter Newman. Takes the snap, quick pass out to Jamarian Fagan. He's got room. He's to the 15 and out to the 20 and a first down. Minutemen, a gain of 10 and a nice little short Easy pass into the flat there to Jamarian, and that's exactly what A.J. Young needed, his first completed pass of the night, and it was an easy one, and it was an easy catch and run, and New Philly gets a dose of their own medicine there. Well, and it's nice to see Jamarian get the ball out in space. I mean, that's what the Minutemen have been missing the last couple weeks without him, and it's nice to see him get involved in the offense and make a play. We'll look to see if the Minutemen do that a little bit more here in the second half. They're going to go in the pistol this time, two wide, one to each side. A.J. takes, he will give. Carter Newman trying to get the edge, and he's going to bounce it out to the 25 and a gain of five on first and 10. 
and it looked like he had a ton of room, but New Philly did a great job to just kind of get out to the edge and beat him there and cut him off. Well, Carter over 60 yards rushing now and only eight attempts, so he's, he's doing a great job running the football. And early on tonight, the run game was there. The Minutemen were driving just on the run game, and then A.J. threw a pick to end that first drive of the night. But up until that pick, the Minutemen had run twice for 25 yards. So it's been going all night since the first drive. First and 10 in the shotgun. They'll give this time Mason Green off the right side, and actually that was Dribblebiss, and he had a head of steam going. And now it was Mason Green over the 30 and out to the 32 and a gain of seven. He'll take that all night. Five and on first, seven on second. Yep, they needed five. They got seven. And it's a new set of downs for the Minutemen <laughs> at their own 32-yard line. Now this is where they've kind of stalled out so far tonight. So you got to keep it going. They'll send Johnson and Fogle off to the left. Crago and Wyndham off to the right. A.J. Young in the shotgun with Mason Green. First and ten. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's going to throw near sideline. D.J. Johnson caught it over the 40, out to the 41, near another first down. It's going to be a gain of nine. Second and one coming up. And, and that, that, I mean, that's right where you want. First down, you get nine yards. So now second and one, you got a little bit of leeway with what you want to play call here. Now they'll bring in Dribblewis and Mason Green. And they'll have Caudell in there, the freshman as well. A little bit of a bigger lineup. They'll send Fogel off to the right. Crago by himself off to the left. In the pistol this time on second and one. A.J. Young from the 41-yard line takes. He gives. Off the right side, Mason Green going to stiff arm. Stiff arms twice. And he gets the first down, lowers his shoulder, and gets some extra yards over the 45, out to the 47. A gain of six. They needed one. They got six. Minutemen rolling here. To start the second half, out to the 47-yard line and a first down. Yeah, great combo here of some, some pass game, some run game. Now with Lex completing a couple passes, New Philly's got to be on their toes. they got to be ready for the deep shot. So here we go. First and 10, A.J. Young in the shotgun. He's going to sling it out near side. Jamarian Fagan again out to the 50. Lowers his shoulder out to the 48-yard line. Trucked a guy. And, man, there's three Quakers laying on the <laughs> ground that Jamarian just kind of left in his wake. Ran them all over yep. and out to the across midfield, out to the 48, a gain of five, and another good gain on first down for the Minutemen. They're going hurry up here. Three off to the right. Fogel by himself to the left in the shotgun. A.J. Young takes a high snap, and it's fumbled, and Mason Green had to jump on it at their own 48. It's going to be a loss of four, and it was just a little bit of a high snap. A.J. Young got his hand on it, and Mason Green did a good job to get down on it, and it's going to be third and eight. Yeah. Third and nine, actually, back at the 48. So yeah. still not still not a, uh, a death blow there for the Minutemen, but that sets them back now. It was second and five. Now it's third and nine. They'll send Wyndham, Fagan, and Crago off to the right. Fogel by himself to the left. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw. He's got a man. It's Wyndham, and he's got the first down over the 40, down to the 37-yard line. A great route there for uh, Wyndham. And way to hit him right there by Young as he rolled out to the right and A.J. hit him. And Wyndham did a great job to catch. He got two hands on the football yeah. and just kind of lowered his shoulder backwards into the tackler and fell backwards for some yardage there. Down to the 37-yard line, a big play. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a great rollout from AJ, too. It was very smooth and fluid, didn't rush it and hit Wyndham right on the dime. They needed nine. They got 15, first and 10. AJ right back in the pistol. They'll take, they'll give Carter Newman off the left side, and the Quakers got in there on that one. They got him from behind, and it's going to be a loss of three. Back to the 40, second and 13 coming up. Yeah, you see AJ frustrated on that one. It was one of those read options, and he thought he should have pulled it at the last second, but it was already too late. So now the Minutemen will bring in a little bit of a smaller lineup. Probably a passing down here. And you don't need to force it down the field. Just pick up what you can get and move on. Three off to the left. Fogle by himself off to the right this time. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Second and 13 from the 40. Takes the snap. He's going to sling it. Jamarian Fagan again out in the flat. Drops this one and incomplete. I think they might have been setting up a double pass there. Wyndham was flying down the field uh, uh, wide open if Fagan was able to bring that in. So a third and 13. Minutemen had a great drive going, and now they are well behind the sticks. Got to pick up something here, and on a night like this, you're, you're nowhere near A.J. Young's range just because the ball is a brick tonight, yeah. I'm sure. That's not going to be easy to kick very far. So it's first down or nothing here. Two off to the right, two off to the left. A.J. Young in the shotgun, third and 13, takes the snap. He's going to throw. Cam Crago, and it hits him in the hands, and he dropped it. Right at the 38, he had a little bit of room to run. And now the Minutemen are going to have to punt, and they're going to play the field, uh, field position game. Yeah, that, that, that's tough there for Lex. They had a great job rolling, great drive, and... Gets stuck behind the sticks, and he got to throw it twice, and both incomplete. So now clock stopped, and, well, A.J.'s going to be able to pin him deep here. So A.J. Young will catch this snap at his own 47. Bean will be back to return inside his own five. A great punt by A.J. again, and he is going to bounce it right on the far sideline and hit the pylon. And they're going to say it's a touchback. That thing was a, like, <sighs> the width of a yard. quarter away from going out of bounds. What a punt by A.J., but it Man. just hit the pylon and rolled out. It's going to be a touchback. I mean, that thing was a piece of paper <laughs> away from being out of bounds at the one-inch line. Man, if it hits the pylon, that, sh that should be a – Man. The, the ball should be stuck at the one-yard line. You can You can hit the pylon from – 47 yards out, you, you deserve that. <laughs> no kidding. Man, what a punt, <laughs> but it just just didn't bounce far enough to the right and go out of bounds. So first and 10 after the touchback from the 20. Fousel out there already. They'll give Richardson off the left side. Minutemen blow him up. Man, he got smoked out there at the 22. Almost looked like the ball came loose for a second there, but Richardson hung on to it. Actually, he did come out of the pile and didn't have the football anymore, I think. <laughs> I think the ball did come out. Gain of three, second and seven coming up from the 23. Minutemen have to get a big stop here and just keep that momentum going. We're already down to three minutes left in the third quarter. Bean is going to be on the right hip of Fousel this time in the shotgun. They're going to throw on second down, and it's complete out to the 25. A couple of missed tackles, and it's going to result in a first down by the Quakers as two Minutemen came up and missed a tackle there on, well, that was uh, Wells on that catch, and he needed seven and literally got 
seven and a half. <laughs> so, a new set of downs for the Quakers, first and ten. And that clock just keeps rolling, man. This third quarter is flying. First and ten, Fausel in the shotgun. He takes, he's going to keep it off the right side, and that was a designed QB run. He's going to stay in bounds, and he's going to get tackled right over here in front of us on the near sideline at about the 35, and they'll say the 34, so a gain of three. That was a designed keeper there. He just kind of caught it almost like a wildcat, took it off the right side. Nothing going, though. Worcester has scored a touchdown and got the two-point conversion. It's 18-11 to 11 now at Arlen Field. That's a bizarre score. <laughs> now Ontario, who has just been reeling. They started 3-0. They're on a four-game losing streak and now losing to Pleasant, 13-7. Second and seven here. They'll give Richardson off the right side. He's got all day to run. 50-45, cuts back 40, and he's down to the 37. A big gain there for the Quakers. And that's going to be a gain of 29 for Etney Richardson. And the Quakers, they, they ran an outside zone to the boundary, which you don't normally see. And Richardson had plenty of green grass in front of him. And D luckily, D.J. Johnson able to make a touchdown-saving tackle. So a big carry there. They'll give him down to the 36. And the Minutemen have got to – they've got to hold here now. Fausel in the shotgun, three wide to the left. Richardson on his right hip. From the 36, he takes. He's going to throw on first down. He's going to be rushed, though, and the Minutemen are going to get to him. He's going to be able to get out of there, though, and he's going to pick up a yard. Great pressure by the Minutemen. Caudell came flying in there and made a uh, made Fausel have to run, and they'll pick up one second and nine. Good job there by the Minutemen, and now they need another one of those. So they'll put the ball at the Lex 35-yard line. And it's second and nine. They'll take, they'll give Bean a little pitch out to the left. He's going to get down to the 32. And that'll set up a third and six, Nick. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a huge down, I, and... From the looks of it, New Philly's going to take it to the quarter. But, I mean, to open the fourth quarter here, you got a big third down coming up. I'm sure it's four-down territory. So, I mean, this is going to be a massive two plays here to open the fourth quarter and hopefully get this Minutemen offense in a great field position and great great spot to tie this game up. So, like Nick said, that'll be the end of the third quarter. And just like that, we're into the fourth quarter. It is to 7-0 Quakers after three here in New Philly on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. 
Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 7-0, and we are already just about set to start the fourth quarter where New Philly leads, and they have the football. Minutemen have got to get a stop here on third and six, and New Philly will have it third and six at the Minutemen 32-yard line. And they come out, and here we go. Fousel. Is going to be in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers to the right. And he takes the snap. And he's going to roll to the right. And he's going to look right. And he threw it under the receiver. And it bounced. And it's incomplete. And a great scenario there for the Minutemen because that stops the clock. Well, now it's decision time here if you're the Quakers. I mean, it's fourth and six. So this is definitely... I mean, it's not an easy conversion. They are two for two tonight so far, but. This would be a big one for the Minutemen, too, because should they get this stop, this will be good field position to take over, and they are going to go for it, the Quakers. And here we go, fourth and six. At the 32, Fousel in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's being rushed, and the Minutemen are going to get in there and get him back at the 38. And they're going to take over at the 38. I think that was Boozer. Boozer. Cam yeah. Boozer in there, the sophomore. He came flying off the right edge. And it's almost like Fousel. He just he saw him, but it was way too late. Yep. And they'll mark it at the 37. Minute men take over. That's the stop they needed. So here we go. Minutemen out there. They'll look to get something going. They've got two wide receivers, one to each side. First and 10. A.J. Young in the pistol. He takes. He's going to fake a give to Carter Newman, and A.J. will keep it up the middle on an option play there. He'll get to the 41, a gain of four, and a good gain in there on first down. Stay ahead of the chains. That's what you got to do right now if you're the Minutemen. And they get it out over the 41, or over the 42, the 41. Second and six coming up, and they break the huddle. Fogel all by himself off to the right. Fagan, Crago, Wyndham off to the left. Carter Newman on the right hip of A.J. Young in the shotgun. He takes. He's going to throw it out. Fagan catches. He's to the 40. He's to the 44, and he picks up three. It'll set up a third and three. Big play here for the Minuteman offense. But they've really set up some nice options here now. They've done some good things here in the second half, and now – New Philly, you know, they've got to be guessing defensively here. And a third and three. We'll see what the Minutemen can do. From the 44-yard line, two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Fogel's going to have double coverage. They're going to give to Carter Newman. They'll off the left side, 45-50. He's Ooh. across midfield and trucks a guy out by the 46-yard line. On the Quaker side of the field, a big first down, and Carter lowered the shoulder there. And just absolutely left one of the Quakers in the ground. And they'll mark him out at the 47, but across midfield and the Minutemen have another first down. 
Once again, man, Lex having great success on the edges tonight. I mean, between the tackles, it's been kind of difficult, but once they hit the edge, it's been there. And the shotgun on first down, A.J. Young, one wide to each side with Carter Newman on his right hip. He'll take, he's going to throw on first down, A.J. Now he's going to scramble, and he's going to be brought down, and he's going to be brought down about a yard short of the line of scrimmage. He'll lose a yard, second and 11 coming up. So it seems like the Minutemen, they they start off drives really well, and then they kind of fizzle out around midfield and got to get something here on second and long, second and 11. Actually, they'll say second and 12 back at the 49. Three wide to the right, one to the left. A.J. takes. He's going to give Carter Newman up the middle trying to find room, and he does, and he gets over the 45, out to the 43, a good hard run there. Gain of six. That'll set up uh, third and six as Carter was trying to just punch it through that crease, and one of the uh, Quakers just grabbed onto his jersey and wouldn't let go. But a good gain there to make it third and manageable. A big third and six coming up here for the Minutemen. And here we go. Fogle all by himself off to the right. They've got Johnson, Windham, and Crago off to the left. A.J. Young in the shotgun, third and six from the 43. He takes, he's going to roll left. A.J. Young's going to look left. He's going to throw left, and he's got a man. It's Crago down at the 30 and a big first down for the Minuteman as Cam Crago just kind of ran down to the 30 and sat down right there, and he found some space, and A.J. Young just kept rolling and yep. rolling until he found him. Well, it looked like he had he had Jackson Wyndham down the sideline, but New Philly rolled a safety over last second, so A.J. made a great decision to settle himself and make the throw to Crago. Well, now you get the big first down that you need, and now you can go back to the ground. Yep. And they're at the New Philly, 31, back into the pistol now. Mason Green is the back, and they will give it to him. He's going to cut it back off the left side. He's going to fight, and he's still pushing. He's still pushing, and he got a yard to the 30, second and nine coming up. So the Minutemen here, just looking for that big play on the ground. 8.30 to go in the ball game. It is seven to nothing, New Philly. Minutemen driving though, they're at the Quaker 30 yard line. And they break the huddle. They'll send Wyndham off to the left by himself and Fogel off to the right by himself in the pistol. A.J. Young, second and nine, takes, fakes a give. He's looking, and he's going to throw it back across the field. Caudell catches, 20, 15, stays in bounds, down to the 12. They had Wyndham wide open for a touchdown, but A.J. Young threw it to Caudell instead, and it worked out just fine. A big gain, and a gain of 19. Down to the 11. 11. Yeah. So Caudell, the freshman, with a big catch there, coming in from the tight end spot. And we've got a Quaker down on the far side of the field. And he's up and ready to go. But they'll take a uh, an injury timeout regardless here, it looks like. So both teams coming over to their respective sidelines. Now the referee's calling them back onto the field. So a huge play there as it was almost a roll to the right, throwback to the left. They yeah. had Wyndham streaking down the field wide open, but they also had Caudell open, and yeah. that's who A.J. saw. And, and well, either way, it worked out. But Exactly, and, and honestly, I'm good with either way. We completed a pass, got a big gain, 
and what you're doing is that clock is still rolling, which yeah. could be a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> we got to punch it in here. Yeah, under eight minutes to go. First down and 10 from the 11. A.J. Young takes the shotgun snap. They'll give Mason Green, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. First time tonight, the Minutemen are in the red zone. And it's second down and 10 from the 11. They're over on the far hash, down in the west end zone, down off to our right. I'll send in uh, Cooper Dreibelbus for this second and 10. Also Mason Green, so a little bit, a uh, little bit of a bigger lineup in there. But they've also got Wyndham and Crago off to the left. Fogel off to the right in the pistol. They'll give Mason Green off the left side. He lowers his shoulder down to about the seven. And a gain of four. It'll set up another third and six. And the Minutemen inside the 10-yard line now. And we've got a flag down. Might be on. And it's going to be it's going to be on Lex. Ugh. And it's going to be probably a hold, and it yep. is. So we'll see. The flag is laying at the nine-yard line. Are they going to redo the down, though? They probably will. So it'll still be second down, but now the Minutemen pushed back to their 19, so a loss of eight on the penalty. And that'll set up second and 18. From the 19-yard line. Also, something to note here, Lex can still technically get a first down at the one-yard line, so keep that in mind. Fogel off to the right. They'll send two off to the left. A.J. Young in the pistol, second and 18, takes the snap. He rolls right. He throws a jump ball up for Braden Fogel, and he almost brought it in with his left hand. He almost made a one-handed grab, but he couldn't catch it. And it'll set up a third and 18. He almost had it, but he kind of had to turn back yeah. to his left. Hard. And I didn't. I wasn't really watching the defender. It looked like there was some contact, but nothing, nothing major. And, and that's one of the only times we've seen Fogel in one-on-one -on -one coverage, too. So that's why A.J. took that shot. And he threw it to his yeah. back shoulder. It looked like Fogel maybe wasn't expecting it to be there. Yeah. I think A.J. actually put that ball where it should have been. He turned the wrong way. Third and 18 from the 19 in the pistol. A.J. Young, they're going to do it again. They throw it up. Fogel's down there, and he makes the grab. Braden Fogel does it again. <laughs> We've seen it over and over again this year. Fogel does it again, and the minute better an extra point away from tying it up. Man, and how did he hold on to that thing? I mean – A.J. threw it where only Fogel could get it. I mean, Braden went right over him, caught it in stride with the defender right on top of him, able to keep his feet in bounds and bring in the catch. Man. So now they need the extra point here. Dylan Jamison will hold. A.J. Young will attempt. 6.40 to go in the ballgame. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good, and it's out of the stadium. A.J. Young kicks it over the, the stands down there in the end zone, and it is 7-7. The Minutemen tie it up with 6.40 to go. The cardiac Minutemen this Whew. year. They're and saving it for late in the game. That's what they always like to do. We'll see if they can get the ball back when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand, 
You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FairlyVillage.com. 7-7, seven to seven, the Minutemen tie it up. Another fourth quarter dramatic finish in store here for the Minutemen this year. And they will kick it off with Six forty to go in the ball game. AJ Young tees it up right down in front of us at the forty yard line. He'll kick it left to right as we see it. AJ's got it up on the tee and he's marking off his steps now. This will be the first time. Well, the second time that the Minutemen will have to kick off. The first was a touchback, and Bean will pick this up on the ground at the 12. Now he's going to bring it across the field. Now he's out to the 25-30. He's got room. He's to the 40. It's a foot race. We've got a hold back here, though, and this one's coming back as Bean is going to take this to the house, but it's coming back back here at the 40, and the Minutemen dodge a bullet there, but Ooh. that was a definite hold back here by the Quakers. I mean, that was... Cam Crago was getting held for about 15 yards. He was the one closest to making the play, too, and I think that's what made it so obvious. And they just announced it here. I think the home fans a little upset, but that was clearly Man. a hold. Yeah. Impressive from Bean, though. I mean, he was able to hit the gas and just go, but thankfully, holding, coming back. And now the Minutemen in a much different position than they were the last time they were on defense. Last time it was a must stop. This time it is too, but you've got a little more leeway because you've Absolutely. got that score out of the way now. You've broken the seal. And now the defense, it almost seems like, you know, you get a big play like that from Fogel in the end zone. Now your defense, you can play, just pin your ears back, play freely, yep. and just go try to make a play. We'll see what they do here. Fousel brings out the Quakers, first and 10. After the penalty, they'll start the drive at their own 31-yard line. 6.26 to go in the game. Fousel takes, they'll give Richardson off the right side, across the 35, and driven out of bounds over on the far sideline at about the 38, a gain of seven. And that'll set up a second and short. So the Quakers come right back with some running of their own on first down. And Richardson's gotten a lot of the carries in this second half. That's what I've noticed. So, clock rolling. Actually, they stopped the clock that time, as they say. He went out of bounds. He did get tackled over on the sideline, but they stopped the clock. Two off to the left, one to the right on second and three. They'll fake the give. Fousel's going to keep it. He's going to dance around in the uh, backfield, and he's going to be tackled at the line of scrimmage. So, that sets up a third and three all of a sudden. And plenty of time left on that clock, too. Well, Fausel kept it there on the option, and he kind of ran it off the left side. There were two Minutemen there, and then he just kind of started scrambling around in the backfield and got back to the line of scrimmage. Big, I mean, enormous, biggest <laughs> play of the night right here for the Minutemen. It is third and three. Quakers at their own 38. They're going to go up into that power eye formation. Fousel under center. He takes. He's going to give off the right side. Bean is going to get the first down just over the 40, out to the 43. And they needed three. They got five. And that'll set up a first and 10. 
for the Quakers at their own 43. 7-7, seven to seven, 5.35 to go in the ballgame here in New Philly. Fausel breaks the huddle. And here come the Quakers. They're going to go back into that power eye again, so maybe they'll stick with this for a little while. They haven't thrown out of this formation yet tonight, though, so be aware of that. They'll give it. Bean off the left side. He's got room. 50, 45, 40, and runs out of bounds on his own on the near sideline. A big first down for the Quakers. That's going to be a gain of about 17 on first down for Bean. And he looks a little tired oh, now. He's, absolutely. He, actually, he just called for a sub. He's gassed, Well, he man. took the kickoff <laughs> back, and that was for nothing. And then he's run it a few times here already on this drive. So it'll be first and 10 Quakers now, down to the Lex 39. Got to get a big stop here. This clock is rolling, too. The clock is the friend for New Philly right now. They're going to go back up into that power eye again, but Richardson this time is going to be tripped up and tackled right at the line of scrimmage. Briar Miller came flying up to make the grab, and Caudill was there as well. Big stop there to keep New Philly back on second down to a second and long. Second and nine, they gave him a half a yard. That's been the thing tonight for New Philly, though. They've gotten ahead of the sticks on first down, and it's just made it so hard on the Minutemen. So now it's second and nine. Get a big stop here, and you're in business. Back into that power eye again. Fousel up under center. He takes. He's going to fake a give, and he's going to throw this time. He's rolling right. He throws it out of bounds, and the Minutemen did a great job staying home. It's going to set up a third and nine, and the clock stops. 4.45 to go in the game. Juan well, Lex was ready for that one. When there's only two receivers on the pattern, you're pretty much able to double up everywhere up top. So uh, I, he had nowhere to throw the ball. Big third down, third and nine, 445 left too, so plenty of time. Quakers at the Lex 38-yard <laughs> line. Fausel still bringing in the play here. They let this play clock get pretty low every single time. It's down to 10, and they're just now breaking the huddle. They send three wide receivers bunched off to the right. They'll have Bean on the right hip of Fausel. Third and nine. He takes a high shotgun snap. He's going to throw right in the middle of the field. He got his man. He got his man down to the 25-yard line, and that was, for the first time tonight, that was Thad Van Arsdalen. He just ran right up into the middle of the field, sat right down, turned around, caught the pass, and ran with it. And the Minutemen almost got in there just in time. It was a little bit of a high snap on the shotgun, but Fausel got it out of there. And a big first down, down to the 25, and now that clock rolling again. Fausel takes the snap. They'll give Richardson off the right side, across the 20, Man. across the 16, down to the 15-yard line. And he got another first down. And that clock will stop momentarily, but it'll just keep on rolling once they get the chain set. And this is worst-case scenario if you're the Minutemen, just watching this clock roll down and – you got to force a stop. You just have to. And if they do score, you're not going to have a ton of time left to score, and you're only going to probably get one chance to get the ball back. So the Minutemen, in a way, they've kind of got to be perfect on both sides of the ball the rest of the way here, and it's getting tougher by the yard as New Philly down into the red zone. They're at the Lex 15, 7-7, seven seven, under four minutes to go. Fausel takes the shotgun snap. It's a designed run. He's going to take it himself off the left side, down to the 10, and he fumbled it, and the Minutemen jumped in there, and they might have got it. 
The Minutemen might have it down at the eight-yard line, still waiting, and the Minutemen come out of there with it. The referees aren't signaling. They're saying second down. Wow. <laughs> How does the ball no came loose and the Minutemen came out with it? How is that not Minutemen football? Oh, and now they're saying he was down. There was no whistle. There was no whistle, and they let him fight for the ball. And now they're saying it was down after the fact. Well, if it was down, blow the play dead. That makes uh. no sense to me. So a big gain there, gain of seven. It's second and three. Fousel up under center. If the play was dead, blow the play dead. And now they'll blow, <laughs> blow the play dead. I think it might have been a delay of game, and it was. So a big penalty there for New Philly. That's going to push him back five yards. Second and eight now. There's the makeup call. <laughs> but how do you how do you say the play was down, but nobody blew their whistle? You let right. the kids fight for the ball. <laughs> Lex comes out of there with it. Then you say his knee was down. I, I don't understand that. I mean, if he was down, he was down. I'm not right. debating whether he was down or not. I'm just saying if he was down, blow the play dead. Don't let him fight for it. And then Lex comes out of there with it only to tell him, no, it doesn't count. He was down. Second and eight. At the 14-yard line, Fousel in the shotgun, three wide to the right, under three minutes to go. Sends a man in motion. They will give it off the left side, and a hard hit there, and Bean's going to be taken down as he took the little end around there, and a good stop by the Minutemen. He only gained one or two. Actually, they'll say. Yeah, line of skirmish, it looks yep. like. So it'll be a third down and long. Third <laughs> down and almost ten, third and about nine and a half. And I don't know how much confidence they have in their field goal kicker. Well, the the one extra point he attempted tonight probably would not have been good from much farther out than the extra point hash. Third and nine. They're going to go up under that power eye. Fousel takes. He gives. Bean off the right side. Minutemen are going to stop him. The pile is still being pushed, though. He's going to gain about four, maybe three. And a timeout Lex is going to be called. So when we come back, we're going to have a fourth and six. New Philly at the Lex 11-yard line. And it's 7-7 seven to seven with two minutes and ten seconds to go on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Out of the timeout here, both teams taking the field. It is fourth and six. 210 to go in the ballgame. New Philly has the ball at the Lex 11 yard line. They will attempt a field goal to try to take the lead. Coming on to attempt, Nathaniel DeMuth. Minutemen going to play a safe field goal block here. They're not going to go for it. Snap is back. Ball is down. Kick is up. And Demuth punches it through just right inside the left upright. New Philly takes a 10-7 lead. But the Minutemen have two timeouts. 2.06 to go. A.J. Young, obviously the starting quarterback, but also the kicker for the Minutemen, is down here getting his leg warmed up. So he's thinking maybe... 
If they can get down in field goal range, he might have a chance. It's been like this all year, folks. Other than a couple of exceptions, West Holm and Senior High, really other than that, it's been close games week in and week out. Ontario came down to the fourth quarter. Worcester came down to the fourth quarter. This game's coming down to the fourth quarter. So, the Minutemen and the Worcester game, this was a similar scenario. Worcester scored late. They had to kick off. The Minutemen got a huge kick return to set up great field position, and they were able to march down, score, get the two-point conversion, and win. So if you're the Quakers here, not sure how much scouting they've done on the Minutemen uh, special teams, but this is where the Minutemen can be dangerous. Jackson Wyndham took back a kick last week, his yep. first touchdown of his career. And the Minutemen have really been good returning the football all year long. This is actually a good scenario for the Minutemen. You get to return the ball here. You're down three. Why not give it a shot? Let's see if they can take one to the house. DeMuth will have it teed up. He's going to run up and kick it right to left. And he kicks this one straight up into the sky. And Jackson Wyndham's going to take it from the 15 to the 20 to the 25. Breaks a tackle. And he's still going out to the 27-yard line. And the Minutemen will take over there with 1.59 to go, trailing 10 to 7. A.J. Young will lead him out. We've been here before. Never gets any easier. My nerves are always going 100 miles an hour when we get to this point. Nick's putting his rally cap on. I did not wear a hat tonight, but I did at the Worcester game, and it worked then. So Nick has it going now on my behalf. Here we go. First and 10-minute men at their own 27. A.J. Young in the shotgun. He takes the snap, and we're going to have a false start on the minute men. As I don't know if the snap went early or the snap went late. Everybody just kind of moved at different times there. Not sure it was just on one person. It's obviously not a good start to the drive for the Minutemen. First and 15. Either way, though, they've got to they've got to go quite a way here. I mean, even if they're just playing for the field goal, they've got to go about 50 yards here still. A.J. Young in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. First and 15, he takes. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw. He's got a man, Wyndham, right in the middle of the field, wide open. He's across the 35, and he's tackled out at the 36 near a first down. And he got about 12 there. Minutemen going hurry up here. 140 to go. They've still got two timeouts, but they don't want to use them yet. Three wide to the right, one to the left. A.J. Young takes the shotgun snap. He'll whip it out. Jamarian Fagan catches 35, and he tiptoes out of bounds. And I don't think he quite got the first down, though. He actually he he didn't even up. get a yard. He got <laughs> right back to the line of scrimmage. But he did get out of bounds, third and two coming up. So a big third down here, and this is tricky, Nick, because you have to get the first down, but you also don't want to just run the ball yeah. and run well, the clock out. I'll say you could, I mean, with the two timeouts left, but you probably want to conserve those till very late. Two wide receivers left, two to the right, third and two from the 40, from the 36, excuse me, and a timeout <laughs> as Coach Johnson from New Philly came flying up the sideline there and got into the refs here. First timeout used this half by New Philly. 10 to 7, Quakers with the lead, 131 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen have it third and two at their own 36-yard line. 
similar to the Worcester game. The Minutemen were shut out at half. And at the Worcester game that they won a few weeks ago, they scored all 22 of their points in the fourth quarter. Well, tonight they've scored their seven points in the fourth quarter, and they're looking for seven more. A few Lex Faithful made the trip out tonight, and they're uh, – it has been a good one. <coughs> Worth the trip, I'd say. Two wide to the left, two to the right, out of the timeout. It's third and two, A.J. Young in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's got a man, Jamarian Fagan, catches at the 40 and steps right out of bounds. An easy little curl route there. And that was a nicely designed play by the Minutemen to get the easy first down, a gain of four. And he got right out of bounds to stop the clock, 127 to go. And the Minutemen now at their own 40. So now you still got to get about uh, 35 yards maybe to be in A.J.'s range in this cold. Three off to the left, one to the right, first and 10 from the 40. A.J. takes the snap. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left. Jamarian Fagan had to make a sliding grab at the 41. And, of course, in high school, your knee touches the ground and you're down. So Jamarian might have been better off just letting that one go. Second and nine, here we go from the 41. Three to the left, one to the right in the shotgun. A.J. takes the snap. He's going to roll left again. He's going to look left. Now he's going to run back to the right. Now he's going to throw, and it is caught down near the 50-yard line by Jackson Windham. And he caught it at the 49, a gain of eight. Clock is rolling, 55 seconds left, and a timeout Lex. So it's going to be third and one. A.J. kind of made something out of nothing there. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. So the Minutemen are at their own 49. They're down 10 to 7, 54 seconds left. They do have one timeout left, but in high school you get a first down, the clock stops till they set the ball. It's similar to college. So there are ways here to turn this 54 seconds into a lot more. Absolutely. And on top of that, you know, you've got AJ Young who has developed into a very nice kicker in North Central Ohio and it is really cold. The wind is going to be blowing right into his face if he were to get a chance to uh, tie this game up with a field goal attempt. So they're going to have to try to get down at least to the, I'm thinking the 25-yard line for A.J. to have a realistic shot. So that's still, they're still about 26 yards away from that. But they've got 54 seconds to do it, one timeout. It is third and one. You've got to get this timeout, or this uh, first down, excuse me, before they... Really think about too much more. You don't want to get stuck in a fourth down here and then not yeah. know what to do. So maybe they'll run that little out route again and, and get out of bounds. Even, they might even just try to punch it in here real quick with Carter and get to the line and get set. They might have called two plays in the huddle. Three wide to the right, one to the left in the shotgun, and they did just that. Nick Carter Newman gets the first down. He's to the 50, and they'll hurry up. Actually, Carter looks like he's injured. He's getting up slow, but he's got to get up. 49 seconds left. they got to set the ball down here. Minutemen will get set. Three to the right, one to the left. Clock rolls. A.J. Young in the shotgun right at the 50. Takes the snap. He's going to throw. Jamarian Fagan catches 50. He's to the 45. He's down to the 40, and he's actually at the 41. He gets hit hard, though, a gain of nine. And 32 seconds left, and the Minutemen have to use their final timeout. As Jamarian, it looked like he's he's banged up down here on the sideline. He walked off the field, but 
Looks like he's going to be okay. But, man, he took a yeah, shot he there. Did. He got nine yards but wasn't able to get out of bounds. And one of the new Philly defenders held him up kind of, yeah. and another one came in and took a shot on him. Well, now you're in, a, you're in a tough spot now. So second and one, 31 seconds left. No more timeouts left. So if you were to get into field goal range, you'd probably have to spike it. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of plays – what, what you want to do here? Because either way, you, well, want, you probably want to run something towards the sideline to get out of bounds. I mean, the clock know, will stop momentarily. Yeah. But If you do get a little uh, pass out to the flat and get out of bounds maybe, you might even have a chance to take a shot to the end zone here at least once. You know, if you get this first down and you get out of bounds and the clock stops, I'd take a shot on the next play. Yeah. Here we go. Out of the timeout, two wide to each side. It is second and one from the Quaker 41. Minute men down 10 to 7. A.J. Young in the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to roll left and throw to Jackson Wyndham on the far sideline. Caught it and got out of bounds. Down at the 34. They'll give him the 33. What a great route Whew. and a great pass. A.J. Young to Jackson Wyndham. First down, minute men at the Quaker, 33. Man, I, felt like, eight. I felt like that ball is in the air forever. I mean, that's a tough throw, rolling to your left, throwing to your left. I mean, all the way across his body, but great throw there from A.J. and great catch from Jackson. And Jackson knew he had to get out of bounds, and yep. he did a great job. 26 seconds to go. No timeouts for the Minutemen. They're at the Quaker 33-yard line. This will be a 50-yarder if they had to kick one from here. Way too far on a night like this. Three wide to the right, one left. A.J. takes. He's going to throw near flat. He's got a man. It's Crago, and he gets out of bounds again down to the 28-yard line. So now the Minutemen are starting to get into that field goal range. But I would say, Nick, take a shot. Take yeah. a shot to Braden here. If Well, you know they're going to roll double to him, but that hasn't stopped, um, stopped him before, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. but still. Now we saw Worcester do the same thing, and yeah. he just went right it's over It's almost him. like he's better. The more people yeah. you put on him, the more he's going to go up and get it. Man, how about this passing game really coming alive in this second half? 21 seconds to go. Minutemen at the Quaker, 28. Second and five. A.J. Young with four wide. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to throw. He's got a man. Crago brings it in with one hand. Down at the 22. They got the first <laughs> down, a gain of six. Cam Crago with a left-handed grab. What a snag there from Crago. And on the sideline again, they stop the clock with 16 seconds. At the 22-yard line. Now, you got to be careful here if you're the Minutemen. You cannot get tackled inbounds. Right. Because I'm sure New Philly will probably lay on them for a couple seconds, and then you're going to have to get to the line and spike it. Here we go. At the 22-yard line. 16 seconds left. Two wide to each side. A.J. Young in the shotgun. First and 10. He takes the snap. He's back. A.J.'s rolling right, throwing right. Got a man. And out of bounds on the sideline, Cam Crago. And he got four yards. It'll set up a second and six. And now, if you're the Minutemen, you've got a decision to make. And A.J. got a little banged up on that play. He got hit as he was throwing, and he's banged up. Well, and he's the kicker, too, so... You got to go because you can't yeah. you can't have an injury timeout. Yeah. Or he's got to come off the field. Correct. You need him on the field here. Play clock down to seven. 11 seconds left. A.J. Young, second and five from the 17, takes the snap. He's back. He's going to roll left. He's going to throw left. He's got a man, Crago, at the 10, and he's going to run across the field, and he's tackled at the eight, and the clock's going to run out. Cam Crago couldn't make it to the sideline. 
Oh, what a heartbreaker for the Minutemen. What a heartbreaker. And I think Crago's saying he got the first, first down, down and the clock should have stopped. Yeah. With one second left, and I actually I'm Agree. not just I, I actually think he's got a case. Yeah. There was two seconds left when he got tackled. He was across the line, the, the first down marker. The clock should have stopped for two seconds. Man. Tough break there. Crago is trying to get across the field. He wouldn't have been able to make it to the no. sideline in time, but he was – I think he actually has a point. Yeah, absolutely. I because mean, he got the first down, went down, and the clock never stopped. But it doesn't matter now. The Quakers are going to get out of here with a win, 10-7. to 7. Lexington, just what a heartbreaker. For a second there, though, too, it looked like he might be able, able to, to outrun it. everybody yeah. and get into the end zone. Yeah, for sure. Man, what an Tough ending. Tough break. Yep, the Minutemen. And, well, and even if they had a try for a field goal, A.J. Young was banged up. I'm not sure he would have been able to kick it. He was yeah, limping. Yeah, man. I mean, he took a shot there before the play before last, and, yeah, he got up limping, and, yeah, I don't know if he would have been able to kick it. I mean, guts, though, from this team. I mean, they really, I mean, almost pulled it out here right at the end. Man, I, I don't know. I'm not so sure, though, that the clock shouldn't have stopped with two seconds momentarily there, and that would have given the Minutemen at least time to snap it and maybe throw it to the end zone. I'm not yeah. sure. Either or, way. Yep. Minutemen now fall to two and six. They're two and three in the OCC. Quakers will improve to five and three overall. They are now four and two in the OCC. Man, what a heartbreaker for the Minutemen. That last drive just yeah, felt I mean, it felt like something special was coming. and then They were doing everything right. I mean, they were getting out of bounds. A.J. was making quick – I mean, he was making quick decisions, throwing right on, right on his reads. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better last drive. I mean, really, two minutes left. He only got two timeouts. He had to take two of them pretty early. And then with about a minute left, is you had no timeouts left. And almost you were putting yourself in a position to – tie the game at least so but yeah I agree I mean Crago definitely has a had a case I think because he definitely had the first down but unfortunately it didn't go our way and got to bounce back well he will take just a quick timeout when we come back 30 seconds we'll have final stats and some scores from around north central Ohio once again here at Quaker Stadium the new Philly Quakers win 10 to 7 in a thriller came down to the last play the Minutemen just came up short right here on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of Woody Hayes, Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia, where the Minutemen drop a heartbreaker. It came down to the last play. They lose it 10-7. And just, just couldn't get it done. And uh, they had another good fourth quarter, though. The Minutemen, yeah. 
They seem to make adjustments and get it dialed in when it matters, but uh, just came up a little short tonight. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fear the Village.com postgame show, and Nick has all the stats from tonight's matchup. Nick? Yeah, I mean, an absolutely heartbreaker down here in, in New Philly, but a, a lot to work on. I mean, lots of, a lot of positives. So that fourth quarter in the second half, I mean, Lex, Lex really came out and made some adjustments and just wasn't able to pull it out there at the end. But uh, total yards of offense, the Minutemen actually – had more yards of offense than the new Philly Quakers, a 295 yards of offense for the Minutemen to 292 for New Philadelphia, uh, 165 yards passing for A.J. Young on 31 attempts. He was 20 of 31, had the had the touchdown pass to Fogel in the back right corner of the end zone. Uh, new Philadelphia had 79 yards passing, 9 of 17 through the year. But really it was the rushing attack for the Quakers that, that beat the Minutemen up 213 yards rushing, on 39 attempts for the Quakers. Minutemen, 138 yard, 130 yards on 28 rushing attempts. Uh, but, I mean, both teams uh, penalized equally, punted the same amount of times. Lex actually gained more, one more first down than the Quakers. Uh, I mean, that second half was just great. I mean, Lex, Lex did a lot of really good things in the second half. The quick game was really working well uh, for Lexington in, that, in the second half, especially on that last drive. They got the ball with 206 left and was right there at the end to make an to give themselves an opportunity to win the ball game but I mean you don't always get the get the roles that you need and Lex unfortunately got the long bus ride back home uh, with the three-point loss so got to bounce back next week though you got Madison coming to town uh, that's always a that's always a good rivalry I mean they, they beat up on Mount Vernon tonight but uh, Lex will be hungry to, to bounce back getting that win column and hopefully end the season on a high note with these last two games. Yeah, Madison gets their first win of the year. They beat up on Mount Vernon 35 to nothing tonight. West Holmes in a little bit of a scrapper with Ashland, but they're going to prevail. 49-24 to 24 right now, West Holmes going to stay undefeated. And Mansfield Sr. has pulled away from Worcester late. It is 31-11 at Arlen Field right now. Shelby all over River Valley 37-14. It is Highland 35 and Galleon 21. Ontario has come back to take the lead in the fourth quarter, 24 to 20 over Pleasant, and Clear Fork a final. They beat Marion Harding 35 nothing. It is Upper Sandusky 35, Buckeye Central 13, Seneca East 22, Mohawk 20. Carey beats up on Bucyrus 54 to nothing, and Colonel Crawford does just about the same to Winford 49 to seven. Mapleton right now in the fourth quarter leads South Central 38-27. Crestview 39, Plymouth 13, Western Reserve 40, Monroeville 14, and St. Paul leads a close one in the third quarter over Eden 44-39. And the K-Mac, it is Centerburg right now leading Danville 16-11. Loudonville beats up on Cardington 44-12. Fredericktown beats East Knox 31-8, and Mount Gilead defeats Northmore 36-9. Couple other scores, Port Clinton all over Willard tonight. Willard this is the first time this year they've been shut down, 68-13 to in Port Clinton. Uh, Marion Elgin, 14, Ridgemont, Fort, uh, excuse me, Marion Elgin, 40, Ridgemont, 14. Northwest, 28, Triway, 7. Harden, Northern, 49, Crestline, nothing. Final score, Lucas beats Lyndon McKinley, 49-12. to Perkins beats Norwalk, 21-19. Hillsdale shuts out Waynedale, 36 to nothing, And Upper Scioto Valley takes a big win over Ridgedale, 56-6. Here at Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia, it was a heartbreaker for the Minutemen. They lose it 10-7. to 
Big thank you to Rachel Lazier, as always, for getting us some uh, good photos down on the sideline. Thank you to uh, Kayla Durbin getting us all the content on that you see on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can follow us on those platforms at VSBN Radio. Uh, she does a great job and did again tonight, as always, standing down in the cold and uh, getting it done for us. And uh, thank you to my broadcast partner, Nick Lazier, and he did a great job keeping stats and giving color commentary tonight. As always, one final time, I'm Corey Durbin. Thank you for listening tonight. We'll be back next week at home to take on the Madison Rams and try to get back in the win column as the Rams coming off their first win tonight. They beat Mount Vernon, so it'll be a good one next week, and we look forward to having you along for the ride with us. Until then, tonight, Minutemen, drop a heartbreaker, 10-7 to 7 here in New Philly. We'll take the long drive home. Have a good weekend and have a great week next week, everybody. We'll talk to you next Friday night from Lexington.